Greetings, stairways. This episode comes with a content warning for long-term manipulation. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous caverns of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, (laughs) as ever, by Robbie Wombles of Wimbledon uh, (laughs) Bellicom. Sam, Wombats of Wembley, Burns, and Ellie, Wilbers of Warbertittle, Sparrow. Heck yeah. <laughs> you win again. I do. I always win. I, it's I just do a slow win. reversal from the start of the podcast where I would insult you every time. Yes. What are Wombats doing in Wembley? They're very lost. <laughs> they've turned up for, they've either turned up for, for a game or a concert. <laughs> I always wonder why the yeah, wombles were in Wimbledon. Is it just because mm. that sounds fun? I think it was the alliteration, common, yeah. There's just, just like yeah. a big open space for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're not just like... Yeah, it's where they find all the stuff they make Wimbledon. things from. Yeah. <laughs> this Making good use of the things that they find. Indeed. Um, the things the everyday folk leave behind. Yeah. <laughs> this may have, like, for those of you who didn't grow up in Britain... This may make <laughs> yeah, like, no so sense. Ma- so many whatsoever. of our listeners are American. I'm sorry. <laughs> like... um, future us, can you shed any light from the present as to uh, what the Wimbledon, <laughs> what what the Wombles of Wimbledon Common are? We <laughs> basically a recycling-prone, environmentally conscious cross between a hedgehog and a badger. Underground, overground, wombling, gay, the wombles of Wimbledon Common, are they making good use of the things that they find, things that the everyday folks leave behind? It's future Jason, and no messages from the future this time. It's already a long enough episode. Back to you, Blastus. Probably not, because I suspect I, pro- I, I, I will have stitched in the same messages from Probably. the future that I do most weeks. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Unless it's a very special occasion. Yes. Um, but unless it was a very special Womble uh, message. Special. <laughs> I would like to hear a special Womble message. That would make me very, very happy. <laughs> special Womble special message. Special Womble message. Right. Uh... <laughs> Make a note, Jason. Let's see Special if Jason can bother. If yes. he can't, that's let's valid. Let's see if you remember what that means later. Yep, on. let's see if I remember what that means like a month from now <laughs> when I'm, when I'm <laughs> stitching the uh, uh, the last bits of this together. <laughs> like, usually the night before it goes up. I'm bad at, uh, at pre doing stuff. Um, what is pre doing stuff? What yeah, is this shit? Yeah. It's like. It's like when you come across a, a, a note in your um, notebook that just says, Why the glove with no context? <laughs> is that one of the notes in your notebook? Uh, it's from a meme. I have had similar <laughs> things, yes. <laughs> because uh, otherwise, uh, maybe we shall find out why the glove uh, as we begin tonight's episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. 
A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Firebolts, the glove. Actually, I'm not sure if we've had like a plot significant glove at any point. Um, there was a gloved hand that came out of a carriage in Celestia's vision that turned out to be Lady Grace. Look at me remembering yes. things. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, that's probably what <laughs> yeah, that, that is. That is a plot significant glove, I would argue. I mean, the glove wasn't, but it was a gloved hand. But the gloved hand yeah. was, yes. It wasn't a super special shiny magic glove, but you know. Hmm. I should look back oh, at that yeah. vision at some point and find out how many of those things uh, have happened yet. Mm. I have no idea what episode oh, that was yeah. in to help you out. Yeah. Um, now I do. It was near, but not in, chocolate and charades. Look at me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I remember this today. My memory's bizarre. Sometimes I can't remember... High 90s, I think. Like, a single... Sometimes I can't remember where I've just put something, and yet I can remember that. What the fuck is being neurospicy? I remember next to nothing. I could probably name the entire first Pokedex. (laughs) So, you know... Uh, I feel it. Butterfree thanks you for your sacrifice. Um, But... (laughs) The... I think that um, I mean I know roughly when it happened. It's while you were, you know, while you, uh, while you, uh, uh, while somebody else was playing. Celeste. When we got all swapped, did yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chocolate and Charades is the bit where we had the fight and then she wakes up. Um, uh, so it must be a little bit yeah. before that. Yeah, but I can't remember how long before. Nice. Oh, we shall find over a hundred episodes previously at this point. Oh, wow! Yeah, ages, ages long, ago, long, long ago. All right. Well, in that case, uh, previously, however, and more immediately, <laughs> on uh, <laughs> now for something place. actually relevant. <laughs> the <laughs> party <laughs> have ventured uh, beneath the city uh, in pursuit of the vampire, uh, the dwarven vampire enchanter Magnus Redfolder. I hate him. Who, <laughs> having uh, uh, who having been. Uh, reduced to an animalistic state by Celestia uh, is uh, has apparently uh, devolved into some manner of uh, quest for, uh, for, for retribution uh, a quest that apparently involved uh, the disappearance of an entire underground fight club uh, and took the party below the city through a series of Quaker tunnels, tunnels left by Quakers, uh, the underground burrowing beasts, who, who, as far as I know, don't have a thriving porridge industry. Um, <laughs> and in the process, as well as having a fight uh, with some surprisingly uh, conversationally mundane vampire uh, uh, you made vampires boring it's oh you're a monster they were shockingly uh, lame it was yeah. a masterpiece they were rubbish <laughs> they were genius the worst uh, the... some people will just be banal with immortality yeah. some people oh. will just fucking continue as they are won't they uh, <laughs> You also found Magnus's secret enchanter uh, lair, 
hidden within one of the walls of the caverns uh, before making it, uh, and uh, I believe found and and then destroyed, as far as I'm aware, the yep. uh, only known blueprint yep. uh, that Magnus had made of the spirit trap. And presumably the original went down with, you know, the archives. One fucking <laughs> hopes. Along with countless... The amount of shit we lost in there, oh, hopefully that is... went. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing to survive was <laughs> I mean, up until, like, you know, five minutes ago in, char- uh, like, in character timelines, yeah, literally the one thing to survive. Because <laughs> they had a coffee. This is true. Um... So the so what we've learned the... is back your shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make copies. <laughs> Don't do a library of Alexandria and try to achieve um, try uh, you know try to get extra pr- prestige and exclusivity by burning down other libraries. Mm. <laughs> All that happens is you burn down of yourself eventually, and then you're fucked. Or like invading armies burn you down. Either way. It's only a matter of time. Someone will burn you down eventually, and then you're fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Then everything's fucked, so don't be an arsehole. Speaking of everything being fucked, you (laughs) uh, proceed down the down deeper and deeper. So, having left the uh, cave system, uh, sorry, not the cave system, having left the the term for the secret uh, lab you continue making your way down through the cavern uh, through the tunnels and they start to stop going deeper but begin leveling out on top of that they're also now uh, you notice that the tunnels here begin splitting and crisscrossing a bit more but you do still find traces of blood scuffles leading you onwards. And then the first sign you have of your destination is the faintest glimmer of light up ahead. Notable uh, for the fact that apart from any lights you might be shining, which I suspect, uh, which uh, on Shanti's part at least, uh, she shuts off until you ask for more light to illuminate your way. Yeah, um, if I see light ahead, I'd shut off dancing lights. Yeah. You perceive, you catch sight of just a little hint of uh, illumination ahead. Now, it looks like the tunnel splits again there's ways to the left and right and going straight ahead and straight ahead is in between the uh, faintly all the tunnels curving that slightest hint of light so i'm going to just ask as a party how do you want to proceed Hmm. have a little listen sure um non-visual perception checks please Oh, it's a natural 20. Hey. 21. Oh, scamp dice as well. 
Oh, also 21. Okay, everyone. Apparently, the natural 20 is the lowest. I'm feeling yeah. quite heightened. Yeah. You are, you are indeed all on edge and quite heightened as a result. However, uh, it helps that the distant sounds have at least one quite piercing voice amongst them that carries uh, even so. No, 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 no. On the... On the big one! Faster, you dolt! You hear the distant sound of a slap. You sound... Uh, hear the sounds of muffled... Like a, a vague sort of... And then uh, the sounds of movement. You think... Based on the distant creak of, like, leather, the clink of buckles... Some something is being attached to something else. Maybe someone's putting a coat on, or maybe some uh, like something is being buckled into place. Uh, you can also hear with your twenty uh, to. Okay, so I'm just going to think about what you can visually perceive with your tw natural twenty scan. And with the, uh, on top of that, you kind of take a moment to lean against the wall, and you can faintly feel through the rock the distant sort of tremors, like a sort of like a semi-rhythmic um, sort of uh, almost like scraping. Digging or something, like a scrapey thing. Digging? What would they be digging for? Is it more Quakers? Mm. Um, but also, is that, was that the, what was this voice of the horrible, that person you didn't really like from the theatre, like, was that? Oh, shit. It totally is, you know. Is she a vampire now? Do we get to kill her? Oh, I want to kill her so bad. I hope she's a vampire. What? It would be terrible if she was a vampire and we would have to put her out of her misery. <laughs> she did just slap someone, so... She did, um, which is we exactly the kind of thing she'd do. We can't kill people being rude. Um, but we can kill them for being vampires. Can. Vampires, we can do that. How many do we think are in there? I'd guess. Well, at least two, but... Yeah. I mean, how many more were, uh, were there back up in the tower? I don't know. Fair few. You, uh, actually, Shanti, thanks for a moment. Uh, at the point I started running, I think you killed two of them, and I think there were, I think Magnus had, what, six flunkies? Uh, right. Sounds close, yeah. Made a, a bunch more by now. Yeah, I mean, that's how many we left, um, but then I scooped his brain out with a spoon um, and now Paul doesn't have any restraints there might be a lot like mm. a lot a lot there was a whole club full of fighty people that we can't find so there could be that many oh. All right. I mean hooray we should probably go and have a look really shouldn't we 
Yes. I probably should, um, but we should do so very quietly. And oh, there's no other way of getting close, is there? Right, let's just do that. Yeah. I'd listen to thoughts, but I'm a bit worried about spills if we've got a fight coming up. I will say that there is the one. There is the path ahead, which has the light, and you can hear the sound coming from. Um, there are also passages leading left and right. Oh, um, do you think we could maybe go around then? Uh, you could, you, if you wanted to take some time to investigate them, you could try and find out. Yeah, it might be worth a try, might not it? Yeah. And I mean, hell, what? what's the worst that happens? They see us, um, because we can preserve the element of surprise so much the better. Yeah. Try and creep around a bit. All right. Okay. I'm going to say um, there's two different actions going on here uh, with two different checks. Mm-hmm. Everyone who wants to get closer in one way or another is going to need to roll a, uh, roll a stealth check. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who wants to scout out the side passages is going to need to roll a survival check. I don't think we want to separate, do we? I don't think so, no. Mm. Um, yes. I'll stealth it. I want to get a good look at them You want to get a good first. look? Okay, maybe maybe we pop down a side passage then. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you going to, like, try and find navigate through a side fat passage and find a way to the same location, or are you just, like, ducking in to... Stay out of the way. I want to see if there's another entrance, I okay. think. Can I have a uh, survival check from you, please? Oh, so good at survival. Actually, no. Can uh, help Celestia? Yeah, you can. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, want to do, get closer do right with now. advantage because um, you're getting help from Scamp and Blowbet here. Um, my dude, what's your survival skill? <laughs> Zero. <coughs> oh, mine's better. Cool. Plus two. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Oh, no, 20, 20, 20 on the cells. Oh, there we go. Oh, and that's 20 in the dirty 20. Amazing. Excellent. Mm. All right. So, let's see. Tell me if I need to be in map here. drawing mode at any, any point, by the uh, way. So, you're about to need to be, but the map is going to be quite simple. Oh, I'm still happy to do it. Uh, it gets it in my brain. All right. So, 20s in stealth. Uh, stealth. Uh, uh, 20 on stealth and the 20 on survival. Can I ask for stealth checks from Celestia and, uh, and Scamp as well, separately? Sure. A question. Yes. Am I at disadvantage because it's not visual? Uh, you're not really at disadvantage at this point. I didn't think so. No. Uh, 21. It is a 22. Okay. So. I'm going to cover um, what Corzin sees first. You will then mm-hmm. see the same things when uh, a few minutes later mm-hmm. and give you some more information too. Corzin, yep. the very first thing you see as you creep forwards uh, into more of the faint light is that shove almost sort of shoved to the sides of this particular tunnel that you're approaching are a pair of bodies. Um, Okay. 
they they uh, you kind of see them see them as you approach. Uh, I'm just going. Can you just roll a luck check for me, please? Certainly. Thirteen. Okay. Haha. <laughs> um, it's a pair of humans. You've never really seen them before, uh, and mm-hmm. oddly enough, uh, they look. They almost look fine. Uh, they look like they could be asleep, were it not for the fact that their skin is particularly pale and they're not breathing. Uh, in any Exsanguinated. Way. Uh, they don't. What does e- that mean? Uh, th- uh, oh, uh, drained of blood. Yeah. Oh, cool. They don't even look like they're especially drained of blood. Uh, these ones. They okay. just look a bit pale, like someone who's anemic. Hmm. Okay. Um, and they are but and yeah they, they their eyes are closed um apart they they look almost restful you know like they could be restfully asleep apart from the fact that they are you know shoved into the <laughs> to the sides of the uh, of the corridor like uh like a pair of corpses uh, and they are in and they are not breathing uh, the, yeah they just don't go yeah, no but, I mean, that, that that could just mean they're resting if they're vampires yeah um, yeah. <laughs> you suddenly, yeah, you can't hear them breathing. Like there's no visual signs of of life. Um, you creep as you creep a little closer, though. You're able to get a glance at the cavern, the, for want of a better word, the dome ahead. Uh, you find an frankly astonishingly expansive chamber up ahead roughly circular um mm-hmm. in a sort of uh, dome like uh, uh, with a dome like uh, shape the you can see uh, the ceiling is, the very height of the of this dome of the arch is probably about 80 feet up and interestingly, it appears to be supported by uh, re- kind of and reinforced by worked stone arches. Uh, but the points in between these sort of bracing arches, the stone is much rougher. It has much more of a of a crudely hewn approach. Very much matching the pattern of he- uh, like the uh, the kind of uh, rough walls of the Quaker tunnels that you've okay. seen. Uh, it looks to it looks you know. Uh, in fact, actually, yeah. Roll me a history check or nature, your choice. This is kind of like about architecture. Okay, if nature is an option, I'm taking yeah, that. Yeah, nature covers science. Yeah, sure, that is a 19. Okay, yeah, you would estimate, based on your understanding of just, like, cave-in physics, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, that these these archways look like they were probably uh, brought, like, you know, cut out and then put, uh, put in place uh, as this cavern was dug, to, mm. as a deliberate reinforcement 
to prevent uh, to ba to balance the weight out and prevent the uh, the ceiling above from collapsing. Um, in fact, you would. It's hard to judge exactly how far you are uh, underground, but you you figure the top of this dome can't be more than thirty feet below the surface. I'm gonna say we're far enough down. The law doesn't work anymore. You weren't far enough down. Uh, about sixty feet higher in altitude ago. Right, which okay. is where you had the fight with the Quaker. Uh, with, uh, sorry, with okay. the, around the dead Quaker. Right, um, yeah. but you've now descended another, like a, another sixty foot down uh, below. We're about one hundred and twenty foot. Down. You would guess that maybe you're one hundred and twenty foot below the surface. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. If I just doing maths, sorry, yeah. Your at your best guess, Corzin, you're you think you you think you are about a hundred and ten feet below the surface, like at the base of this dome, which means the top of the uh, uh, with the top of the dome being about thirty feet below the surface. Mm. Um, when you had that Quaker fight, you reckon mm -hmm. you were 40, 50 feet below the surface. Mm. Okay. Um, about 20 fathoms otherwise yeah. you're it's honestly a fairly impressive distance below as as mining goes yeah uh, but the these tunnels were you would guess dug out under the supervision of a dwarf with several centuries to burn yeah uh, and you would guess that the uh, uh, you'd guess that the that the supporting arches were laid in as this tunnel got deep uh, as this sort of dome got deeper and deeper right. now you can also tell that uh, tell that it, uh, in case there was any doubt that Quakers were involved in the construction you would guess this is the case and that it was built in layers based on the sheer number of Quaker tunnel entrances. Uh, there are holes in in the walls of the dome, like where, where tunnels have been dug in, presumably by Quakers that assisted with this digging effort. Uh, which means that in a sense, you can kind of pick, imagine this dome riddled with sort of 10 foot diameter holes and all of them are stuffed with bodies. Okay. Uh, most, That's concerning. Most of the bodies, uh, you would say on average, probably more than half of the bodies, uh, if maybe as much as three quarters, uh, look like the pair of humans near where you are currently hiding and peering out from. They mm. look immaculate, um, like a little pale oddly perfect skin um and the uh, uh, and like they could be sleeping the others look like uh look practically desiccated they look okay. like they've been not only like not only drained of blood but straight up drained of all fluids they look like uh like bodies left out in the desert uh and 
turned into sort of uh, 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 and partially mummified. In places mm. they have they've they have a grayish appearance. In places they almost seem to be. It's like it's like bits of skin or uh, uh, bits of the flesh that are, uh, that are even almost turning to dust. Oh, they're kind of mummified, yeah. right? Okay, I'm going to take an action and cast protection from good and evil on myself. Okay, does that have a verbal <laughs> component? Uh, it does. I assume I can whisper, though. Yes, you will. You are currently hidden. I will require a slight of hand check, though. Um, okay. To or basically just to make sure that no one with particularly keen hearing picks up your like whispering and, and preparation. Fair. Come on. Okay, that is an eleven. As far as you know, this isn't a. Uh, 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 you pull this off. Now, at the base of this dome is where you can see the... Uh, in addition to further bodies piled against the walls, you count dozens, scores of these, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. More than 100, maybe a bit less than 200. Just to give you an idea of the numbers we're talking about here. I am sensing there is going to be an awful lot of beheadings in my future. And, uh, yeah. The... In fact, actually, uh, roll luck check again, please. Okay. Three. Okay. (laughs) Nothing happens yet. Uh, but, oh great <laughs> actually no three is low, low enough uh, I will say you, you observe <laughs> two things happen uh, okay. the first is that a uh, and only you or Celestia would be able to see this and I'll say that Celestia um, as you and Scamp make your way around with the others you find that uh, the, the tunnel that you went like going to the left connects up with other tunnels leading around the outside of this dome so you so the next so you find uh, a hole leading in about 20 feet above the surface or like above not above the surface above the ground level um that gives you the same view from a different angle and you can see how slightly from above yeah, yeah you can see how you could go you could come into this room having spotted this from any angle if you found the tunnels that connected to it you see bodies, more bodies, piled up around the entrance to this uh, to this tunnel, oh, as, as if they just kind of shoved them anywhere they could. Uh, and you actually see this happen as well. Um, I'm really sorry, but like, who do you mean when you're saying? Uh, Celestia. You're look- okay, sorry. cool. Uh, Celestia, you and Corzin, because you're the only ones who can, mm-hmm. both see one of these, um, like desiccated bodies and i'm gonna say celestia it's the desiccated body next to you yay um a dark a a wisp of uh you see a a a wisp of spirit uh emerge from a familiar looking object in the center of the room 
a, a little a little pylon built of gold and silver and mage metals. Uh, one Can of we those. feel it from this distance? Not from this distance. Okay, you cool. can't. So it's a weaker one. Yeah. Because we could we could feel Magnus's like. Yeah. 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 From quite it, it far doesn't away, couldn't we? Seem like it's uh like it's act. You don't feel the like disruption, uh, and and you see the wisp sort of uh a, a wisp of shadowy spirit flicker out of it and sail up towards uh, the uh, one of the dusty desiccated bodies next to you Celestia and as it settles into it the dust puffs out and then begins to seemingly fills in around the body uh, forming a facsimile of flesh making it look uh, an like just almost as if it's like crafting an image uh, of the person in health as they were when alive and healthy mm -hmm. if pale how quick does this happen uh i'm gonna say that this starts happening it probably uh so you it's not happening super quickly mm -hmm. you see this process begin and it moves quickly enough but you figure it's probably going to take at least like five ten minutes Great. for this okay. thing for this for this thing to become fully like you know fleshy and uh, and puffed out i have a dagger um first thing i'm gonna do though is tap my message stone that i'm mm -hmm. assuming we all still have you do yep spirit uh, i don't have mine i don't think why uh, because oh, um you lent it low bay's got mine to low bay uh okay Lebay hearing you say what, I will whisper it into Scamp's ear yeah. whilst tapping my message stone because me yes. and Scamp are together. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah. For, for that yeah. matter, Lebay is uh, uh, like, will say, oh, do I still, do you want this back? I mean, right now you can use it more importantly. Okay. Lebay holds on to it. Yeah. Carry. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's a spirit pillar in the middle of the room black spirit thing looks a bit like our undead just came out of it and went into this body in front of me and now it's filling him with flesh so I'm if no one stops me I think I'm just going to get my dagger out and maybe slice its head off um, do we do have it. a stick of wood I, I mean will... cut its head off if you can but if it's uh, vampiring that might be quicker there is more there is more description finish the description uh, okay. cool we Which will continue in may what affect next. what you choose to do. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe, yeah, maybe we hold that. <laughs> uh, so you're like, you, you start responding to this and then you notice... Um, I mean, to be fair, I haven't started, I've just said. Yeah, yeah. So, you start, yeah. like, you, you're making this plan and then, you, then you're, you know, you, uh, you kind of get... You, know, you see this happening as you're coming up into the passageway and then you look out and you see beyond the spirit pillar, which obviously grabs your immediate attention... Uh, is in, uh, there's other things in the centre of this chamber. The chamber, by the way, is, as well as being tall, is wide. Probably 120 feet in diameter, 60 foot radius, with the pillar at its very centre. You can see uh, this spirit trap appears to be under another glass dome as well, uh, with a what looks like a pretty solid uh, you would guess just steel uh, 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 base uh, around uh, that it's set upon you can also see that arranged around it are a number of like tilt 
they're not so much beds as padded tables uh, that can be tilted up and down to face this central pillar. Just like around it. Just in a little ring around it. Uh, You would guess probably maximum of uh, maximum capacity of 24? Yeah. Actually, you can just count uh, of these. Uh, They are not... I'm not going to draw 24 on the map, lads. No, but you can imagine them. (laughs) Yeah, we will fondly imagine them. And they are... uh, they are. Uh, they have various sort of leather straps on them for holding people in place. God. The um, currently, no one is strapped into them, but you do see a handful of living, or at least moving, figures around the, uh, near the center of the room. Uh, several. Uh, the one one that you immediately recognize uh, so there are a few that you immediately recognize first of all um you can see magnus uh who is essentially stood on one of these tables that's been moved down into like a horizontal position uh softly growling and like looking side to side with slightly darting eyes. Uh, around him are six other figures uh, mimicking his body language and movement. Mm. Uh, four of which you recognize uh, the half elf uh, servant from before. She's still in her uh, white servant's uniform but it is like scuffed to shit and covered in dirt and dust mm-hmm. um, as well as the halfling hobgoblin and goblin uh, vampires uh, that were similarly attired though in each case they have now been equipped with uh, they've now had armor strapped to them good uh, mm-hmm. it looks to be it looks to be basically kind of just like hard uh, some sort of slightly exotic leather, but you do see a series of uh, like, but you do see rune markings and the glints of mage metals on them that suggest a degree of enchantment. Mm-hmm. Uh, as before, they uh, they have uh, ready or or brandished the uh, baton, uh, the enchanted batons that they did. And you can also see, uh, you can see uh, Magnus similarly is, is, has, it has had some armor strapped to him. Uh, and you also see two new additions to the roster. Uh, similarly bestial in apparent nature. Uh, they both appear to be orcs. One of them is wearing a bright red and white chicken outfit uh yep <laughs> with a chicken style mask including a red waffle oh, and crest no. <laughs> bright white and red wings uh made of chick with chicken feathers it looks like some chicken feathers have been replaced they're missing a few in points uh that are coming off the arms uh you can also see that uh, uh and on top of that uh you see in held in in chicken Pete's grip, 
Are the pair of exotic enchanted weapons that you saw schematics of earlier uh, the ones that look like 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 you grip them and there's just like three blades that come out like cat claws? God. Oh, dude. Yep. Uh, the other one is a hench as fuck orc uh, dressed in a scullery maid's outfit with a full face mask shaped like a doily uh, wielding <laughs> a uh, wielding a pair you can see one roller from a mangle and the other <laughs> one is an enchanted uh, is another of these enchanted batons uh, so yes it's Chicken Pete and the Mighty Mangler, Mighty Mighty Mangler, have been added to the roster. You get you get a message or a whisper in your ear if you scam. I'm not getting fucking murdered by that. That's ridiculous. That's a terrible way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look, we need to not break the pillar. But you can also see. Like immediately, anyway. I'm, I'm no, gonna wait. Wait, yeah. Jason is not finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, follow that thought yeah. up but when you. I have done. thoughts. The Just last, uh, the last two uh, handful of figures that you see are a handful of hollow-eyed-looking humans and halflings uh, who seem to be in the process of uh, strapping the last bits of armor to. Uh, the to the mighty mighty mangler in this case the rest of the <laughs> of them are armored up to greater or less degrees though in this case you can see the armor poking out from under chicken pete's uh uh, uh outfit that they apparently couldn't get it off him <laughs> um and you see floating slightly above like about five feet above the ground gently hovering in place uh, is Fulviola Crest. She too is garbed in armor, uh, but uh, but she's managed to... But unlike the feral-looking vampires, uh, her eyes are clear and bright. She's worked the armor into her outfit, and frankly it would appear with her resurrection has also raided the theatre's uh, costume department uh, because she is now has a flowing sort of dress with built in diaphanous cloak uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, cloak that just wafts slightly as she, fly, uh, as she floats in place uh, previously she kind of had her hair done up and like t- tied up no it's Free now, long. Interestingly, you hadn't really noticed it before. She's got some streaks of white uh, going. She got she's sat, like got streaks of white going through her like graying black hair uh, as well, and they're like floating outwards in that very. Sort Is of, this like Bride of Frankenstein? Yeah, like filmed on, <laughs> but like floating outwards in like a filmed underwater sort of way. Brilliant. Mm, that, that's a very specific hair blowing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I get you. Um, and yeah, she is snapping uh, at the hollow-eyed figures, ordering them around. Uh, you can see at with the with your uh, because you've managed to preserve stealth. Uh, she 
does have at her belt another of these enchanted batons, but she also has what appears to be a small uh, uh, ace, uh, a little uh, belt with three little, um, I want to say almost like little straps in, into each of which has been carefully positioned a little glass bead matching the uh, size of the box that you, of the work of that box you found with the three indentations and she appears to have tucked in currently like you know uh, opaque side out uh, so just the back back out tucked into into the band of her uh, into a waistband a hand mirror Mm. Mirror and the, the thing with the three dents. I'm sorry. Uh, three you, little balls, blitz. basically. Three little balls. You don't know what they do. Uh, well, at least if you do know what they do, you found that out last time. I think. Oh, no, no, you did find out what I can't they do. I remember, sorry. It's all right. I'll do the reminder uh, from last time uh, because you, you did find the schematics and you think that they. Uh, produce some they're designed to entrap people ah, in some way okay yeah right Trap balls. well if we don't kill her, the um stage manager definitely is at this point um <laughs> should we now continue our chat or are yes you... that is now everything <laughs> um so scamps just said we shouldn't break the pillar hmm. why explain mm. well it spewed out a bunch of spirits spirits make undead if some of these bodies are just bodies right now we break it and then all gonna not be bodies. You have a point. We've got to break it before yeah. we leave, but we've got to top every head off or destroy every body, and then we break it. Yeah. We can't break it while there's a bunch of bodies that could get up any minute. You're quite right. And we need to take care of all the ones that are active first. Oh yeah, yeah. Those aren't gonna just let us clear up, are they? No, no. We need to have the fight, then we need to break it, don't we? It's whether they activate it during the fight, because if they do, we both become, well, we all become a bit shit, right? You don't know what the range on it mm. is. Don't know. We might, if we keep out of its way a bit. We can't guarantee that. No. OC, Jason. Yeah. Um, literally a question of Ellie can't remember a thing that happened with Magnus's pillar. Um, two questions. Mm. So... First question, does it look like the one that we saw in the other room that he made rather than like the giant one? Yeah, it doesn't look like... you. It look, it's the same design as the giant one, but this is clearly one Magnus. Yeah, I mean, his, his had like a different style, didn't it? Yeah. Um, the other question is, did it, did it make any difference to it being active or inactive when it had a glass dome over it? Or is that just to protect the thing? Uh, no. Uh, it, it didn't make a difference. In cool. fact, you remember the what you remember was Magnus got you all close, flipped up the glass dome, did something to turn it on, and then slammed the dome down again. Got it. Got it. Got which it. meant you had to fight your way through the uh, break through the dome to turn that it. That makes sense. So the dome is just protecting it. Cool. Um, actually, if it looks the same as the one in the other room, what was the range on that? So you, it's it's only been two hours for you so you just so you remember this we'd have a sense yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel wouldn't you we? get the feeling yeah. that uh you started to f like you got that sense of wrongness mm -hmm. about 60 feet out from it there are thereabouts which is about the edge of this cavern it's about where you are like you know where you are now 
that's the point when you started to feel that, oh, it's trying to pull on my soul. But if you threw something from yeah, a bit further threats. down the tunnel, you might be okay. Yeah. That is that a leap? Uh, not necessarily. You like all of these holes extend a little bit for like you know you could step back. All of these holes, like basically uh, all around the entire exterior, you could have at least five to ten feet of clearance back away from the edge of this cavern. Right. So like you could eat. Yeah. So someone could like stand. 70 feet away and have a line of sight shot on that central point. Right. Yeah. I put a map so in the chat, by the way. Excellent, thank you. Thank you. Also, if some of them are in con- uh, interconnected, we could literally um, start playing whack-a-mole with them. Like, How'd you figure that out? Pop-ups. Well, if we can manoeuvre ourselves through the uh, the tunnels... We could attack from one, retreat, go around, come out of another one, couldn't we? Maybe. Maybe. Depends if, I mean, they could also, like, block us. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. From getting out, because there's w- quite a lot of them. I will say that right now, like what? you know how to travel between, I'm going to say, two entry points. Mm-hmm. And for convenience, if you want to mark them on the map, I'm going to say uh, Corzin is, at the, like, dead on the south. And we're doing north and south. Like I'm going to do now, uh, yeah, uh, uh, northeast, southwest uh, for convenience, as as is my convention. You sure do enter a lot of places from the south, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say that for convenience, uh, Celestia and Scamp, you are as compass points go southwest. So you can travel, you can travel between those two without having to do like more checks to find uh, to, to find more of them or explore it more. Okay, they're like a shite edition, but I've put tunnels yeah. on here. So let me uh, cool. and you can always you can always just dash in and try to find another way blind, but that's yeah uh, that potentially might be a thing you need to work out in the heat of combat. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Well, I reckon we've got about five to ten minutes until this one becomes another one, so we should probably deal with that. Yeah. Um, we've got any bits of wood? We stick it in the heart, it ain't going to move around. Or we could cut off its head, but it's whether that's going to draw attention. Hmm. Anyone got a bit of wood? Uh, that is a good point. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, you're with you're with uh, Lobe. Uh, Lobe takes out... Hold up, let's see sight, see how many bodies... There's two bodies next to Corzin. I'm going to say there are three bodies uh, that are not currently desiccated uh, next to uh, 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 next to the rest of the party. Uh, so Lobey pulls out three crossbow quarrels and carefully, and just with a knife, cuts off the uh, tips... Um, now I'm not good at finding hearts as I proved last night so if someone else could try and put it in the heart I can Uh, now I've got combat training I'm I'm better than scamp I think yeah just roll a medicine medicine check oh no really (laughs) god (laughs) what's my medicine 
19, fuckers. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> there, the three that bodies dice here is going to let me down are... in combat, I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. The three bodies here are a human, an orc, and a halfling, and you know enough to know about the relative... Po- and you definitely know enough to know about the relative position of the heart for all three of those... Oh. Uh, uh, all three of those subspecies. So, Especially when you can nicely, nice and slowly find it. Yep, you just yeah. sort of take a yeah. moment, carefully... Like, they're all just... None of them are wearing armour like with protective plating or anything and I will make a note that right now unless that armor is damaged all the vampires in the middle of the room have prominently a little metal plate around the center of their chest because like why wouldn't they yeah yeah Makes perfect <laughs> you, sense. he's why literally had like centuries to yeah. engineer this yep <laughs> you spent yeah. a couple of hours getting down here they had time to get armor on Basically. Yeah, and they would already have special yeah. heart armor. Like, of course they uh, would. Yeah. But these guys, these guys I are just wearing send my animated objects down their throats. We'll get to the heart from the inside. Excellent. Ooh. Um, yeah. That, that was, totally that's... wouldn't work. That was grim. Really grim as a thought. Oh, yeah. Well done. Hmm. Um, but yeah, these guys, however, they're just wearing the clothes. That they are wearing like remarkably ordinary clothes, like just like in various styles for uh, the city. But like these are. They are wearing the clothes they wore when they went to go uh, when they went to Fight Club. <laughs> so yeah, sharpened edge. You just get by the uh, uh, you kind of go to the uh, uh, to the orc, grab your hand, sort of you know ready your, uh, the stake, and shove it straight through the chest. Uh, okay, the orc's eyes flip open, their mouth opens, and they just freeze completely solid. I flip the bit. <laughs> nah. They respond in no way. They are completely paralyzed. Excellent. How Nicely many more done. bits of wood do we have? Probably okay. none, but you know, uh, worth asking. Let me just roll. That was in carriage, but yeah, no, no. In fact, um, sorry, uh, scam. Roll me a d4, please. Um. <laughs> Four. Levé checks. Okay, I. Okay, I've got about forty more quarrels, but at that point, uh, but if you're needing more than that, um, I don't know, maybe a table leg or something. I got some torches. They're made of wood. Hmm. Hmm. That do. I was just wondering if it might be worth us. If we can stay quiet, that is obviously putting out some more of these before we start. Might be a bit wishful thinking to think that we could do all that quietly, but it was thought I had, so I said it. Worth a try. I'll keep an eye on the ones in the centre and make sure they don't. Important. Do you have any around you that look like they might be getting up any minute? Indeed, do I? Uh, So, right next to you, there are. There are two kind of fresh, you know, uh, 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 well, not rosy cheeked, but plump cheeks and not desiccated ones. Uh, and okay. then, yeah, you could also try and navigate around uh, to some of the other, some of the other holes and get uh, and get more bodies that way. Uh, I mean. You tell me, Corson, if you've got uh, if you've got wood, or, uh, if you've got wood, uh, if you've got things that you can uh, split up into pieces of wood. I'm gonna check my I inventory. Have... 
just in case. Because I'm actually just going to do the same. Just check. Uh, Shanty doesn't really. Oh, I have torches. I have the belaying pin. I have nine torches. They must be the starting equipment. They must. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ten torches is part of the starting equipment. Uh, Cool. I'm gonna say that it's it's not not like you know it's it's doable for you to use a sharp knife. uh, or indeed a magically sharp knife. I was going to say, if I were to use Riptide, is it reasonable I could just one blow decapitate these things? Uh, yeah, you can coup de gras something with a with Riptide. I will do that. Okay, can I... I mean... Alright. You're already here. You're already hidden. Um, yep. So for this one, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to say that you carefully line up the shot, uh, line up the stroke, and with um, with a carefully executed blow, you yep. are uh, 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 you are able to uh, slice. Uh, 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 you can do this, but I would like you to roll. I would like you to roll a sleight of hand check, please. Okay. That is a seven. Okay. So, the first one, you drop, uh, like, you bring the blade down, and I'm going to say it goes through the human's uh, neck like butter. You know exactly what you're doing. And there's a moment where the eyes flick open, but you've successfully cut off their head. Uh, and there is a soft sort of whispering as their body turn, as they turn to dust. Now, there is uh, a slight extra layer to this. I'm just going to check a thing uh, here for exactly how this works. Yeah. Okay. And that and that and that. Okay. So you slice off its uh, uh, off its head. Yeah. The bo- uh, uh, the body's uh, head uh, like drops with a little to the ground. Uh, down slightly. It's already on the ground, so it just rolls a little to the side, and the flesh turns into dust <laughs> immediately. Something interesting happens, however. Okay. Around it, whereas it falls to the ground to a little pile, the bones uh, of the vampire remain in place. Hmm. Just looking like old dry bones and you move over you take the, you get red light at your shot the second one coup de grace. you chop off the head again yep. the eyes flick open and then turns to dust the head uh, you know, the head rolls sli- the skull rolls slightly but this time as you're hitting the ground there's a slight tink because 
you're moving a bladed metal object at speed. Mm. Yep. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say that. Uh, so this is an interesting thing. What's happened here is. Okay, so two things happen. Uh, the mm-hmm. first is. As you chop the uh, uh, the heads off and the bodies turn to dust, uh, a bit of black, sp- uh, like a shadowy spirit, emerges from both of them, one and then the other. And then you see that spirit uh, return to the like uh, float in the air for a moment and then return to the bones. What? And uh, the same happens with the second one. Um, and then you realize, uh, but as you're noticing this, you there's the little ding, 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 ding. And looking out the corner of your eye, you see one of the hollow-eyed figures stops and turns. Uh, and Fulviela. Hmm? What are you looking at then? Something the matter? Magnus growls and there's and there's a moment where he turns and you see just like a little hint of a flash of red from under his uh, matted silver beard and something strange happens uh, one of the uh, one of the figures I'm going to say the uh I'm going to say the uh, uh, the human uh, vampire mm-hmm. of his of his merry band f- blinks for a moment and looks confused and slightly disoriented, and the hollow-eyed figure suddenly snarls, tilts its head sideways, and looks down and looks kind of in your in your broad direction before a moment later shuddering and pulling itself back upright the hu- the kind of confused human vampire again snaps into that bestial look uh, this uh, a moment later the halfling vampire <laughs> snaps out of it and there's a moment where Fulviola is going what my dearest Magnus what a t- <laughs> She too has the uh, bestial appearance for a, a handful, of, uh, for a second or two before she snaps out of it. The halfling becomes hmm. feral again, and she kind of takes a moment, rubs the bridge of her eyes. Uh, of course, Magnus, I understand. Hmm, maybe something down that way. She kind of she begins floating closer, peering in your general direction, Corson. Can I hide myself in the, like, recess where these bodies were? Yes. Roll a stealth check, please. I'm going to use vanish. <laughs> yep. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yep. Uh... Natural one, but lucky. <laughs> okay. Okay, that is an 18. Okay, uh, you try and get into the recess uh, as Fulviella is floating closer. You slip, you hit the ground, and puff, and a bit of dust 
uh, uh, puffs up, and as you roll under under a, like a tight crevice, the dust covers you. Uh, okay, Fulviola is going to float closer here. Now, I've got to do it. Hmm. Fulviola is not necessarily astonishing at perception, but I think she's going to notice the pair of skeletons. Okay. Fair. Like, she's... It is a... The bodies are obvious enough that you notice them on first seeing them. Fair. Yeah. And she's gone in this direction, so I, I think. Know, I see the logic. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, she's gone, in, and she's actively looking. And she's actively she's just looking. wandering. Yeah. So as she kind of floats closer and I and looks over, you see like almost like a reddish glow to her eyes, but her gaze passes right over where you are, uh, and then p- freezes for a moment on the pair of uh, skeletons. Magnus, dear, I do believe we have guests. Message. Time to fight? I think so. Alright, um... Pick target and go. I'm gonna... Oh. Yeah, I think Throw a destructive wave thing. into the middle of the room. Okay, yes. so... Uh, Not into the middle, um... Slightly away from the middle, but yeah. Uh, so at this Not like point, onto the spirit trap. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, we are into just combat. So they've. Fulviola was able to call out a warning, so they yeah. are alert for threats. Fair. You, however, are all presently hidden. Uh, so you do have. So I'll say that whatever your first attacks or so and are will get advantage. Mm-hmm. But you do all have to roll into initiative normally. You don't get a cool. surprise round. Cool. Nine. Oh. Oh, eight. Twenty-one. Uh, okay. Ooh. Someone's on it. Yeah. Natural one. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, I heard twenty-one. Damn. <laughs> twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. Okay, that's much better. Yeah. Right. I'm really glad that one of us might be first. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, So, uh, looking at the rest of it, yeah, uh, and how the others rolled, Shanti is a non-combatant and will stay back unless there's something she can do. Valid. Uh, Right, so, Scamp, uh, uh, Scamp, you, Celestia, and Lobey are all kind of tucked into uh, arriving from the southwest. Mm. Uh... And I'm going to yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, say that uh, M- uh, that Magnus and the Vampire Squad are in the very are in the dead center of the room, um, and uh, Fall Viola is very like ten good. foot from Causing, right at the south south end. Okay. Uh, so Scamp, uh, just I'm not going to do precise Pythagoras because it's a pain. But I'm going to say that for convenience, Fulviola is 30 feet from you. Magnus and the crew are in the center of the room, 60 feet away. 
Ugh. In a way, advantage is actually a problem because it means, oh, I want to make use of it, but also what's the most useful thing right now? Um, we've seen I mean, these things climb on ceilings and things and go up walls, haven't we? Yep. Yeah. Cool, so that's an option. Um, yeah, it'd still give them 80 feet falling damage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but not, that's if I let go of it immediately. And also, if I reverse gravity, I'm going to damage the pillory thing, which may be a bad idea right now. Uh, true. Um, Might be further away from us, though. Anyway, no, with too much. <laughs> you would guess, by the way, if the if you reverse gravity... I'm just going to say, for the sake of, gra- of reversing gravity, um, the total distance the pillory thing would fall is like less than six inches. The glass dome is not high above it. Oh yeah, it's in the glass, do- in the glass dome. That's true. I'm just trying to work out if it's worth putting them in a place where the law applies. That's a um, point. But they will just crawl along the wall. Um, because... Also then it'll be hard for us to hit them, won't it? Yeah, but also hitting us would do down. Well, when, no, when, the law wouldn't apply to us with our oh, range. Mm. But they just crawl. They just walk up the wall. True. Re- re- yeah, gravity would just be reversed, so which makes no difference to them when they can climb on walls. Mm. Interesting thought, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Good train mm. of thought. Um. Uh, the temptation just to do loads of damage to Magnus is very strong, or to try to. Oh, there's so many of them. Lots. <laughs> yeah, plenty lots. <laughs> plenty lots. Um. What, what, what did I use last time with the other thing? Sorry, I wasn't expecting to suddenly go into combat, so I'm like, oh shit, what am I doing? <laughs> That's um, okay. On the bright side, no vampire's gonna pop up next to you. You've paralyzed them all. Also on the bright side, like, the characters don't have time, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, yeah. Get them ducks lined up, it's all good. I don't think... This, we don't know of any specific damage to this video, or good or not. Um, okay. I'm going to cast... Well, I've got an advantage, because I never do this, because I don't usually get advantage unless I'm wasting a thing. Uh, I'm going to do a... Uh, where do I go? Fifth or sixth? I only get one sixth. Um, let's do fifth then. Um, I will do a fifth level chromatic orb, but Magnus goes fuck it. Yeah, do it. Okay, fifth level... <laughs> well, I've got advantage, you know. I'm like... Yeah, directly at Magnus. Uh, okay, so... Can I ask what damage type, please? That's what I was trying to figure out. Um... Is Radiant an option? No. no. Shame. Yeah. How many spells have Radiant on them? It's a pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's it kind of to... has to be one where you, you, you're you like a, a cleric or a paladin. Yeah. This is all more like elementally. Um... Yeah. Mm. Occasionally drift. Oh yeah. Yeah, it feels like a Druids. slightly specialised one. Oh, I don't forget about Druids. Druids are great. Yeah, sunlight is one of their things. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Or yeah. moonbeam. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think I've got anything that's going to make any difference, so I'll just... We haven't seen him like be resistant to anything specifically, as I might have uh, last time. Nothing you, magical. No, you didn't see him resist any particular magical things last time. Hmm. So, it may have changed, but we'll see. Um... Uh, oh, at, uh... No, I can't remember whether you saw that or not. Uh, so I'm going to say that I don't think you did. Cool. Then I will do... Okay, let's do acid. Okay. This is assuming it hits. I haven't rolled the hit yet. <laughs> this all might be completely... Yeah, uh, roll to hit. Irrelevant. Um, oh, it's a good thing I've got advantage. That is um, 23 to hit. That does hit. Oh, now, uh, first of all, roll damage. What kind of damage did you do? Acid. Acid. Um, that's a Spell. This is time we'll be handing you dice across the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that dice. Oh, that dice. Oh, that's really bad. Oh, damn. Really Sorry. bad. There is nothing over a four and there's a few ones. No. Oh. <laughs> that may be bad, that may be good. Four, five. Oh, dear. Ten. Seventeen. Awful. Seventeen. Okay. So, you... Ooh. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, what I need to know here is... Uh... Your movement. So, you are... So, you start... Uh, so, you're kind of, like, at the edge of this little... Of this little passageway that you're in. And I'm going to say that because of the... Um, because of the like the positioning of, uh, of like the room and so on, or where Magnus happens to be, uh, if you step directly out from your hiding place to fire, mm. uh, Magnus is exactly sixty feet from you. Uh, so he's, he's like slightly fa- uh, slightly closer to you than the very dead center of the room. So my question is. Um, when step uh, when firing your chromatic orb, uh, do you step out and fire? Do you kind of move uh, move into the room and fire, uh, or do you uh, like, or are you kind of like taking a position, stepping out, going and taking a position de- further down the passageway and firing? How high up am I at the moment in terms of like? Do I think the law applies? Um, you are, like, I think technically because of the distance, like, you're about 20 foot above the ground, so you think you are still, you are definitely well below where the, where the Quaker fight happened. Um, so, uh, and you're, and you're reasonably confident that where Magnus is, isn't, the law doesn't apply. Okay. I mean, I don't want to get any closer to the thing. Okay. Because I don't want my magic to go weird. Cool. I guess my question is, are you able to... Are you firing from further than 60 feet away? 
from him? Yeah, or? my range is 180. Okay, so yeah, like do you uh, so yeah, do you stay where you are, or do you uh, or do you step further back? Um, will I still have line of sight if I step further back? I'll say you could get like maybe five foot back and just about still have line of sight. I think I'd, I wouldn't want to. I'd, be, I'd want to be as far back as I can because I just want to far, I've got really good range, but up close I'm kind of awful. All right, then you step five I, feet I back, step back, and then you fire. All right, the uh, the orb uh, uh, as you hold out your hand, the orb coalesces into being, sails through the air, and sprays across uh, Magnus. Um, how much damage? Seventeen. 17. Okay, for 17 points of damage. So, uh, as you do this, obviously this reveals you, uh, and Magnus hisses uh, as the uh, as the acid burns in his flesh, uh, uh, leaving, uh, kind of, uh, uh, cutting it, burning into it, but very slightly. Uh, little wisps of dust break away uh, where it's struck. Uh, you see it uh, etch pieces of the armor and in places like eat in a little bit, uh, disrupt it, uh, even sort of uh, breaking up some of his beard hairs. It doesn't completely mess the beard up, but you are able, you get a glance of something silvery hidden under the beard now. Uh, any other actions? Uh, quick, weird question that may or may not, I may or may not know an answer to. Um, I'm pretty certain that Necrotic ain't going to do anything to him. Um, if I were to use a spell that does Necrotic damage but has another side effect, would the side effect still apply even if it did, like, not much damage? I like, mean... Maybe, wait, it... no, he's not... Is he resistant or immune? I, I actually don't. You know. have no idea. You've not. No one. No. This, no at no point has anyone not hit trying, Magnus we're, we're, with mm-hmm. necrotic damage. Uh, because you that bothered, felt silly. You haven't bothered <laughs> trying because yeah. you know he's dead. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you've no idea. The uh, one thing I can uh, say is that it depends. Like, if it's something. It genuinely depends on what the attack is. If it was, like, something where... Like, let's say if you were stabbing someone with a poisoned blade, uh, mm. and you need you need to p- be able to pierce their skin for the poison to take effect. Mm. So if, if you didn't manage to score piercing, any damage... It's not going to do it, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay. I'm gonna but it depends on what the spell. The thing, then, and see what happens, because I think it probably will, because we don't know if he's immune or, or... He might not even be resistant, we're just assuming. Yeah. Um, because I'm dead, but I will try. Because I've just read the spell properly, and actually, there's... so it's a cantrip. So I'm going to quicken a chill touch. Okay. That as well. Ah, okay. Um, yep. I'm guessing I don't now you, have a. No, you've lost your surprise attack. Oh well. Oh, there's only a 13 to hit, so we will never know. Okay. Uh, I sh- oh, I should have tied to that. Uh, well, I mean, you can if you want. I haven't Just because I yet. think it'd be useful, I'll do that then. Oh wow, that's a fourteen. <laughs> okay, good for me. Oh, I got a three and a four. Isn't you, it fun oh. when it's like not worth the consequences? You <laughs> fling the uh, mummified hand out. It sails through the air 
and Magnus contemptuous, actually not even Magnus, I'm going to say uh, Chicken Pete <laughs> contemptuously brings <laughs> up a wing, uh, blocking it and, uh, 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 and deflecting it before it, it sails into the air and then flies back to you. Alpha. I'm just going to step okay. a little bit further back down the corridor. Okay, um, you step back enough that shooting from where they, if they shot anything from where they are now, <laughs> uh, you, you'd have like some, you'd have a bit of cover, uh, assuming that's their uh, angle. All right, so you have at least outed uh, yourself, and that is, brings the end of your turn. The next person to act is actually Fulviola. Ooh. Um, Ooh. By the way, like, high school drama teacher vibes is so made to be a vampire, isn't she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she was born to be a damn vampire. <laughs> uh, okay. She uh, sees the... Uh, she hasn't been able to... She, she hasn't seen Corzin, therefore. Mm -hmm. Presumably, it, like, assumes Corzin isn't there. Uh, and is instead going to fly up uh, towards the... Uh, fly the 30 feet up. Uh, towards where uh, the entryway is that Scam... Is she close enough to me that that provokes an opportunity attack? You know what? For the sake of drama, I'll say that, yeah, <laughs> she flies within five feet of you, like, of your hiding place as she's searching around. Smack her in the okay. face. Yeah, smack her, give now. her a smack. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, it yeah, that, that's a 25. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, you've got the advantage on the attack. So, yeah, you spray, like, hidden by vampire dust, like, and looking <laughs> like a bit of the scenery, you launch yourself out from hiding, which you can do, because, like, you literally just need, like, an elbow poking out or something to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Slash. And slash at her. Okay, that is seven slashing damage with Riptide. Okay, and it's Riptide, so uh, it slashes into uh, it cuts through uh, through the bit of armor she's got and, uh, yep. and successfully slashes into her a uh, wisp of dust escapes uh, as she bursts out uh, free uh, in fact you know actually no no I've rolled it now yeah no it's fine yeah you can only make a regular attack and you don't have sentinel or anything so you can't stop her from moving uh, no it was the other thing that Riptide can do but no no that 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 will keep uh, no, you can... Well, one of the things that I can do with um, Riptide is, um, as a reaction on a successful attack, I can attempt to uh, break a held or worn ah. item of armor. You can't, but only because you've just used your reaction to make an opportunity attack. Yeah, fair. But worth remembering on your turn. Yeah, like I said, it'll keep. Okay, Corzin is now exposed. Uh... Oh dear. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Chilly. Ooh, judgment call from Fulviola. Who's mm. the more dangerous from... Got it. She knows what Magnus knows, and Magnus mm. remembers being uh, pinned in place by animated shards of wood. You are the lo You are the lesser threat. Uh-oh. Fulviola then is going to uh, uh, have blood like winces and hisses as you cut into her. <sighs> you wretched little man. Don't worry, I'll come back for you. But first, 
she flies up like you know hair and robes streaming uh in front of the passageway where hiding there now are victory low bay celestia and celestia and in plain view is Whoa. scamp and she draws the hand mirror uh from her uh, grip and I, I realize I forgot to say what, what was lighting the room. Um, you see that there are little oil lanterns uh, everywhere, uh, as well as some mage light, uh, as, as some uh, dwarf cri uh, uh, crystals lighting the place up. So there's enough residual light that uh, that that anything in this passageway is going to cast a reflection. She holds up the mirror to the passageway, clearly intending for it to point at you, Scamp. But all of you are looking. Mm. Uh, so Celestia as well, and, every, and oh, the other yeah. NPCs, uh, you all get a sudden sense of instinctive doom. Uh, I need a wisdom check from both of you to avert your eyes if you choose to do so. Um, I'm guessing it's not Can a I? Effect. Oh, you, it's not targeting you, causing You're in the wrong area. This is not oh, a charm okay. effect. Yeah, you're in the other Fine. tunnel, mate. Yeah, yeah. Not a chance. No, I, this I was is... thinking more averting eyes. I have too many. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> um... Yeah, ironically, it oh, would actually 16. be impossible for you to resist this. So, eleven and, sorry, what was yours, Scam? Sixteen. Sixteen. Cool. And there's two other characters. Let's see if either of them get worse results. Oh, that was a worse result. <sighs> Uh, I hate to say it as well, but where's Jeffrey? Oh god, where the fuck is Jeffrey? Good question. Not in view of the mirror, I'm going to say. Okay. For the sake of convenience. Uh, oh yeah, no, okay. Victory rolled a 7. Mm. Uh, which beats the 11 oh, for worst roll. So, uh, victory is the... Uh, Victory is not the only person to fail to look away, but she's looking at it. She, uh, uh, but she's a little bit more central from the way that the mirror is positioned. And uh, Scamp, you get the sense of uh, 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 you get the sense of doom and just avert your eyes. Uh, Celestia, you aren't able to in time. She's not quick enough. But so you see what happens. But you aren't caught by the mirror. Uh, you see victory reflected in the mirror as she is as she looks out from her hiding spot, and it's as if the pair of the uh, as if she locks eyes with her reflection, and wisps of shadow seem to come out of the edges of the mirror. And then project outwards like strange dark light, and and you see step out of the mirror and form into existence is a shadowy copy of Victory. Ooh. Uh oh dear. The mirror goes dull and ceases to and ceases to reflect anything in more than a kind of vaguely. Um, uh, than a vaguely glimmery sort of fashion. Oh boy! Oh no! Time to roll initiative for sh uh, for shadow victory. For defeat, if you, if you like. Yes. 
can I merge with fate? Yes. Yes, you can, especially because she Excellent. rolled a higher uh, a higher <laughs> initiative than Victory did. Oh no! Well, I'm calling her defeat even if she wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So that's for Viola's turn. I hate it. <laughs> I hate her so much. Just in case mm. people weren't sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, Magnus and the crew would go next. Except, uh, I think that... No, I'm just going to shift these around uh, for convenience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Shadow Victory next. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so... This is not a scenario that I really anticipated. Uh, I'm just going to check... You put the, the mirror in. <laughs> no, no, no. This... The, I didn't... Ant- I anticipated one of you would get hit by the mirror. Mm. <laughs> So, Victory having been caught by the Looking Glass. Uh, okay, yeah, it's specific about what the intent uh, of the uh, what the uh, of what this exactly this does points at herself, effectively unhiding her, uh, and screams, "Imposter!" Uh, and this is going to get real weird because Victory is largely resistant to her own spells Mm. is going to just yeah I think she's going to drop a uh, drop a lightning bolt on herself huh which is save to dodge uh, Scamp recharges their reaction. You recharge your reaction at the start of your turn, don't you? Um, yeah. Tides of Chaos you, doesn't you... use up your reaction, though, does it? No, I don't think cool. so. I'm literally just checking. Uh, can you make a difference? Uh, you you feel the sense that you have a very slim chance of uh, of uh, bending fate in such a way that uh, victory might not get struck dead on by this lightning bolt. But up to you whether you want to use it. I'm worried about using things. Okay. Yep, fair. <laughs> okay, fair. victory. And also she's resistant. Yeah, yeah. so victory is going to get uh, lightning bolted by herself. Uh, so that is plus... It's plus D8 for every one of these. I've got excitingly few hit points to be in this fight with, if I'm honest. Mm. Oh boy. Ooh, okay, mm. victory takes 49 halved to 25 points of lightning damage from uh, being lightning bolted in the chest by herself. Uh, she immediately... Uh, react screams uh, to that. Uh, although, actually, does it need to be a me- no? It needs to be a melee attack. Okay, she can't. Uh, she can't do the uh, uh, the reaction damage to her doppelganger. That's. Uh, uh, but she definitely still screams uh, as she is struck in the chest by lightning. Uh, interestingly, the way that her resistance works is. A lot of the lightning just seems to like glide over and around her, uh, str- uh, splashing out in smaller lightning bolts that 
ground themselves in the rock uh, all around her. But you can still see burn marks where the lightning has travelled over and around her body. Uh, fucking up her clothes as well. Oh no. Yeah, this always ha this happens off uh, uh, off camera, but I imagine fun. that uh, camps uh, scamp spends a lot of time doing the men mending on the parts. Yeah. 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 Oh, they don't come out of this yeah. shit on skates, no. do they? Let's be real. Actually, so yep. can and now so can Shanty. Uh okay, that is uh that is not victories go. Now it's Magnus and the crew. Okay, Magnus and the crew are going to split forces. Uh, let's see, who can move quickly? All right, most of them are actually going to uh, take their action to just dash uh, various amounts. The, uh, they can't get... Uh, so I will say that... Magnus is going to go based on rage and support. Uh, so he and we're going to say uh, of our classic of our classic five uh, <laughs> of our classic vampires uh, a classic four Magnus plus half elf um, uh, half elf, human, and uh, halfling, and orc uh, are going to head. Uh, uh, are going to head. Sorry, Magnus, half elf, halfling, and human uh, are going to head towards. Uh, 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 towards now seen as being victory, and. Scamp. So uh, they all uh, uh, they all head that way, and I actually guess the original orc vampire plus uh, yeah plus uh, the mighty mighty mangler and chicken Pete uh, are going to uh, uh, are going to sprint towards Corsair. So they're splitting their forces in two. Uh, because it's dashing, uh, even being able to jump on the tables and spring and clamber over, uh, Magnus and his posse are only able to get basically into melee with uh, Scam. Uh, well, with Victory, actually. Uh, and then and just beyond melee with Scamp. Uh, so... Magnus and crew are basically next to uh, uh, next to where Celestia is hiding, uh, as well as Lope. However, Orc and Mangler, they just run up to they get get to Corzin. Chicken Pete stand like standing on a uh, clambers onto a table, kind of tilts his head, seems to lower his stance, and then springs. Flying through the air, chicken wings spread <laughs> and lands as close as he can, uh, uh, clearly aiming to land straight on Corzin and slashes at you with the, well, it would be tiger claws, but I guess in this case, chicken claws. Uh, 
Uh, Ch- chicken talons? Yeah, chicken talons. It would be. Do, 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 I don't know if they really have clawed things in their in their uh, in their wings exactly, but um, no. yeah, this is. I mean, they've got not, like spurs almost. Yeah, it's basically yeah. he's he's got like a spur. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna call them spurs, but they're not on his feet. He's just holding them in his hands. Uh, right. Uh, either way, it's time to try and uh, fuck up causing with chicken Pete. <laughs> uh, ooh, not Chicken Pete's best rolls though. Uh, does a sixteen hit your army class? It does not. Okay, Chicken Pete slashes twice at you, uh, and you manage to uh, dodge one blow, deflect the other. Uh, <laughs> the uh, that is uh, that is Magnus and the Cruise Girl. Uh, okay, because you taught her this was a thing, uh, then Lobe does have now uh, some un uh, does have uh, uh, exposed wooden bolts. Mm. Uh, they are largely armored, but fuck it, she is going to still try and. Actually, you know what? Lobe's going to stay in hiding and wait for an opportunity. Because uh, she's currently hidden. Fair. Because all she can really do at this point is attack, so she's going to hold action. Uh, oh, da, da, da. Wow, everyone is going before the rest of the party. Lobe. <laughs> we rolled real bad. Yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah. Victory. Got a whole bunch of, um, of vampires uh, close up to her now. Um, and also someone trying to, uh, someone trying to kill her. She is, uh, not dead next to all of her companions, uh, but, uh, but, uh, so, all right, she's going to turn towards the, um, Yeah, okay. She turns towards the vampires that are clambering their way up. Uh, and I'm going to say that she's going to try and get her, her alternate self in this as well. And as the, as uh, electricity builds up around her, uh, she spreads her, her arms wide and screams. And... Uh, Wisps of cloud form around the uh, around her screaming mouth uh, until a tiny storm cloud billows out and forwards. Uh, this is going to get very very weird. So this is okay. Twenty foot radius sphere. It will sink. After this, so it only works. It's only really effective on this round, but every creature in that radius. Okay, these uh, the storm cloud while it crackles and rumbles uh, is mostly notable for the way it is laced through with thick, uh, strange yellowish greenish vapors. Uh, and you see the 
you see alternate victory. Is she called lightninging? She's not called lightninging. Okay. Uh, she's doing a slightly flavoured version of cloud kill. Ooh. Because uh, oh. no, I, I just worked out that I can't call lightning. <laughs> That's all. Carry on. Yeah, you have no access to the sky here. It's uh, not even. The, it's not tall enough. It's a hundred foot up. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, uh, eighty foot uh, to the top. Yeah, not unless you somehow make the, make, give yourself more room. Yeah, it, you don't have to have access to the sky, but you do have to have a hundred foot above you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Lightning is out. Uh, this is an interesting one. I'm just check. Does this thing require it to? Yes, creatures are affected even if they hold their breath or don't need to breathe. We're good. Uh, <laughs> that was a, that was the, one of the checks I needed to make. Uh, okay, in which case, uh, Magnus and the crew, and Fulviola, and um, uh, and alternate victory, uh, all get to make some Constitution saves. Yay. Uh, can I please ask someone else? Uh, uh, whoever gets there first to roll 5d8 poison damage for me, please. 5d8. Gotcha. Awesome. I'll leave that to Sam. <laughs> okay. So many d8s on hand, but even so, um, Sam's best. 23. Okay. 23. So, alternate victory seems to get it bad. Uh, you see uh, that her, as she coughs and sputters her way through the cloud, uh, you can see poor, like her veins seem to fill with, like uh, the, on her face seem to fill with dark, uh, uh, with dark patches. She looks. Uh, it's interesting. Like her eyes, uh, her eyeballs grow darker as well. It's almost as if instead of wherever blood would be showing up. Like, uh, it's just uh, some sort of black icor instead. Uh, the uh, rest of the... Uh, uh, the, the remaining of the, of the vampires... Uh, okay, so... Fulviola uh, resists, uh, so she only takes half damage, I believe, which is... 11... Uh, the Magnus similarly uh, is fortunate in that respect, uh, and but the other uh, the other vampires around him uh, do seem to take uh, the full impact. So this has some interesting effects. Um, First up, uh, I just forgot to do that. Uh, I forgot that at the end of their turn, uh, the uh, acid, like Burns and Magnus, uh, fully seemed to uh, not f- no no fully seemed to yeah. heal up. Acid oh, is nope. cool. Uh, uh, well, regeneration. Heal. Yeah, regenerate. that sort of uh, unnatural regeneration that vampires have. Similarly, cool. for Viola, uh, her her scratch from Causin healed up. 
uh, heals up as, as dust flows. So is it happen on their turn? Rather so than it's at the, the end, end of, of their turns, I've remembered, turns. is when okay. the regeneration kicks in. And it looks like complete regeneration. Uh, for the damage that those two had sustained cool. by that point, which was fairly light, yeah. cool. they'd managed to recover it. It look You would guess that Magnus's regeneration is stronger than that of Fulviola's as well because she'd only taken a relatively light scratch however they are both they both you know at least seem to be somewhat affected by the toxic cloud uh as uh, and the other va- vampires find, are twist uh, are twitching coughing um and clearly suffering parts of their skin split open and shed uh dust uh the Cloud annoyingly does then roll, uh, does start rolling away, and it's already begun dropping down into the kind of uh, the, the, the 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 cave below. So it's not as good as long term spell. Uh, however, something else happens, uh, which is bad news for victory, but good news for you. Uh, as the uh, as the cloud strikes uh, Magnus, you see Victory suddenly, the re- uh, real Victory reaches to her throat and seems to and oh, coughs yeah. out uh, what seems to be it seems to uh, cough up some blood, and you see now uh, a gleam of red light from under uh, Magnus's matted silvery uh, matted beard. It looks like there's some sort of silvery object under there, which glowed momentarily with red light uh, as the as the noxious cloud uh, is choking him. Hmm. Okay, that is. Uh, yeah, we're going to come back to those guys. Cause it. We've now we've now hit the point where we Woo! are where we are back to the party. Hey. Okay. Um, right. So I've got the. Um, Chicken Pete uh, bearing yep, down Chicken on Pete me. Chicken Pete is bearing down on you and... He's squawking mad. He's squawking yeah. mad. Uh, thanks again <laughs> to... I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it previously, but uh, I should put it in messages if I did, didn't. Uh, thank you again to the Discord server uh, for coming up with the uh, wrestler names. Yeah. Excellent. We got, uh, Jason got a really good yeah. list from the Discord server. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe it was... It was Chicken Pete, and then Mighty Mangler. Uh, uh, Kit. Was Kit. I think, yeah, I think, it was I Kit. think if I'm wrong, I apologize. That's what my memory And is like saying. a whole list from other people who made the uh, who made the tournament chart. Yeah. A couple of episodes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, right. So, yes. Uh, you're, yeah, Squawking Mad Chicken Pete's very down <laughs> you, as is the Mighty Mangler and Orc Vampire. Okay, Slayer's Prey on um, uh, Chicken Pete, quickly. Okay. Then, um, going to take the scimitars to him. So, uh, Alright, that is a dirty 20. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, nine and a further one, so ten. Uh Second attack. Slashing up through uh, across one of Pete's legs, dust yeah. spraying out. Okay, that's a 21. Hits, damage. For 
Uh, eight with a further five, so thirteen. Okay. And final attack. Uh, that's a twenty-three for uh, ten and a further five, so fifteen damage. Nicely done. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, you slash into Chicken Pete. Uh, he squawks, screams in rage uh, as, uh, as you leave, like, gouts in his flesh that turn to dust. Uh, but he's still kind of berserking at you. Yeah. Uh, anything else you can do? I think you're pretty much there unless you want to try and move. I think that's it. No, I'll provoke an attack of opportunity from him if I move. Right. So no, I'm I'm going to stay with it. In fact, actually, can I can I like staying in base to base contact with him? Am I? Yeah. Uh, can I like angle around so that it, it's difficult for anyone else to come in? I'll say that you can angle into a position where it's a little harder, but there's three on you. There's not yeah. really a position where you can't face all three. Uh, Fair actually, enough. no. I'll say you can get into a corner. So only two of them could strike you at once. Okay. Yeah, and you can do that. Uh, I will bear yeah, in mind that. that you essentially have cover from uh, from the uh, uh, from the others. Okay, good. To okay. Uh, so uh, Celestia. Yeah. So you've been like looking in your hiding place, just like at the side of this corridor, not yet seen by anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm vamp- change it. <laughs> yeah, the vampires are all currently in the midst of a noxious poison cloud, along with fake victory, uh, while real victory, Scamp and Lobey are on the other side of this sort of uh, nightmare cloud. Uh, how f- how far away are vamps from me? Oh, uh, like literally, if you step out, all like five to ten feet from you. All of them. Yeah, basically. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I'm going to step out a little bit and bash the guitar on the ground and do a destructive wave. Yay! Okay, I'm assuming radiant. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I'm not going to do the cross <laughs> am I? Right, I'll roll its constitution save, it isn't it? It is con save. Cool, yeah. cool. Sadly, it's not really affected by advantage. <laughs> not many of my attacks are. You still get some excellent surprise, though. Uh, right. Cool. I'm going to say, um, Scamp, uh, you get the feeling that by sh- uh, that, that you see that S- Magnus is about to dodge out of the way of a direct hit from one of these. You feel like you have a very good chance of swaying him into its path if you bend fate. From the experience of taking damage when we hit him, is it the same damage back on us? Uh, I can't remember. From the experience, it's, it felt like it was a pain in your brain, so psychic. But was it like the same level of damage? Was it in, in relation uh, it to felt how like much about we did half, About halved. How badly hurt Celestia? Pretty bad. So if I make him fail his save, are you likely to go down? I have. Would you like to know how many hit points I have? Would that help your brain? Uh, like just in a vague ballpark of like. Um, oh, I'm. Right. I've got 27. I can't do maths. Yeah. I can't figure so out. Celestia looks my total pretty, like not on death's door, but is still pretty beaten up from the previous. I just don't. Encounter. 
spy that I'm not going to hit him. Um, Because yeah. <laughs> we have to at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, but I'm thinking if we can get rid of the item that's doing this. I'm oh, yeah, totally. Not drop well, you specifically. Right I'm now. getting the feeling for the sake of speed then that you are. Yeah, I'm going to leave against it. Bending but, like, yeah. I, I've seen this thing and I'm like, mm, let's not knock Celestia out. That is fair. Uh, so. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, annoyingly, with the exception of. With one exception, uh, most of them just. All rolled uh, pretty well. Above 18. Well, some of this will be radiant at least. So that yes, a little bit. Um, so yeah. I'm going to do thunder first. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, so 12, 17, 19, so 20 thunder. Okay. And 12, 13, 15, 18 radiant. Okay, so for most of them, I'm just going to note here, this will be 13. Rainbow cracks spread out everywhere. The veins are glowy with anger. Ah! Excellent. Okay. I don't know why I had to say it like that, but apparently it's one of those days. Uh, I'm going to say then the... So this is... Fulviola, Magnus, the half-elf, and the uh, and the half-ling... Uh, uh, Vampires-wise, uh, although the half elf, as we established before, is not a vampire, uh, duck uh, to the sides enough whilst coughing and spluttering that they only get glancing blows from this. Mm. Um, however, the half, uh, however, the human vampire uh, gets it straight through the chest, uh, and with a screech, you see as they are. Almost lit up from within by by multicolored rainbow light, um, and they explode into a cloud of dust with a kind of like rainbowish tint to it. Yay! Nice <laughs> um, rainbow dust. Rainbow dust. Uh, so the others, if you're doing cool, just making note of, their, of where they are. Uh, similarly. There, there. Now, Magnus is a little more interesting uh, uh, here. So Magnus uh, takes halved to cool. Uh, and importantly, all the vampires on this side have now been tanked by radiant damage. So Magnus uh, avoids the worst of it, but as it strikes him, you feel the thunder of the, uh, uh, of the glancing blow smack, crack into his arm, letting dust loose. Uh, as the light tries to burn into him, it does make some distance, but you see the ring on his finger flash. Ooh, okay. Um, and it doesn't seem to penetrate as well as it does into Fulviola. Mm. Uh you get the feeling that Magnus specifically has some protections against radiance. That makes sense. Uh, however, you do manage to, yeah, you eradicate one of the uh, vampire crew. At least damage some of the others. And um... the others are the 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 half elf and the halfling are looking pretty fucked up now. Actually, mm-hmm. like uh, the half elf is is covered in burns and scratches. The halfling is again just is like the other uh, vampires, missing an arm. Uh, it's just turned to dust. The uh, though, given enough time, that may come back. 
Um, uh, Magnus, though, looks like he could do this for a while longer. What does happen, however, though, is the burning of the lightning burns away just enough of his beard that you can now clearly see around his neck, uh, above a little plate on his chest guarding his heart, is a small silvery plaque within red writing on it, you shall not harm Magnus Redfolder. Oh, he's got oh, the missing thing. it's the thing. Hmm. And also, you feel a splitting pain uh, as eh, you it. proceed <laughs> to uh, uh, as you uh, proceed to take seven points of psychic damage. Fucking hit points. There we go. Oh, is it seven? Yeah. Was it? Uh, it seems to be made of some sort of silvery metal. Yeah. Um, I have another thing I want to do, please. Yes. Um, I want to. So you see that Celeste is, as like in this like whole situation, very agitated, very mad. Um, do a sort of, I don't know, like the princesses do in the shows. Yeah. What ah! <laughs> those? And all the veins glow up, um, like Shira style. Um, and I'm gonna um, invoke. Oh my God! What is it called? I think it's, I think it's Unbreakable Majesty. It's the mm. one where it's a charisma check to hit me. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, Unbreakable Majesty. Um, I think. Yeah. You've... Yeah. So. It's a DC 18 charisma check to try and attack me. Um, if they fail, they move target or waste their attack. Sorry, lads, but I don't have many hit points there. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the... I always feel mean doing that, because it's like, attack one of my friends instead. <laughs> Does the job. Uh, Alright, so, Celestia, you uh, flare with majestic light, uh, lighting up uh, and illuminated. Shira music plays. Indeed, uh, <laughs> it does. So this is going to be a little interesting. Shira music on canonically you... plays according to the DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so at the end of the round, because we've got to have some lair action type things in here. Uh, oh boy. Uh, full viola. Oh, is there any cover? <laughs> Uh, Probably not, but there, you, there's there's enough like rocks and so on you can step in and get half cover. I would do that, please. Yeah. So you're not hidden, but you've got you, consider your armor class two. I'm not trying to hide. I'm no, just trying to like get some protection. Yeah, uh, which may come in use. Uh, doesn't breakable majesty prevent someone targeting you with a non with a spell that isn't just an attack? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. Uh, um, it says attack, so okay. I guess not. This doesn't. Uh, then this is not affected. Uh, okay, so the uh, at the height uh, uh, as you cast this, the whole uh, place begins to rumble uh, with just from the shocks of the impact. Uh, you feel uh, the ground kind of uh, 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 shake a little bit from the multiple explosive. Uh, uh, spells that have gone off and in the distance you feel you can all slowly subtly feel the rumbling of things moving mm. uh, distantly you can hear the scratch, scratching from far down the uh, tunnels oh no uh, 
you also see Fulviola look to the hollow-eyed figures in the centre of the room. Uh, and one of them is going... And she calls out, Well, don't just stand there! That, this, is the wretch that... Uh, this is the wretch that cursed our dear master! Uh, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> okay, so one of what did she target me with? Though I missed that. Oh, uh, she hasn't targeted you yet. She oh, okay. points at you, cool. and you see the hollow-eyed figures uh, in the middle of the room stop and uh, with a uh, uh, stop and link hands around the pillar. I'm really sorry, I've lost track of something here. So this is right in the Could, center. So we have vampire cronies. We have vampire cronies. Who are the hollow-eyed figures? I've uh, really, so they like, were lost these. Them in my uh, brain. So yeah, these guys got lost a bit, but these were the guys who were like ar- armoring up the vampires. They were the like, yeah. like the, the 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 kind of like the ones that were getting slaps off. Yeah, yeah, the ones cool. that were getting slapped. They look. You know, they have, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to call these what guys <laughs> for convenience. I'm going to call these guys thralls. Like they're basically that helps. they look uh, like they're hollow-eyed figures. Wasn't yeah, they look they're hollow-eyed like... figures. They look like they're they're like shuffling around in a zombie-like state. They Got look you. Like they, they look might... like boring kind of undead, basically. Uh, no, more like people who are literally enthralled by hypnosis, or, like mind control or, or of some sort. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they no. are like so they're not even dead in their innocence that we can't just kill. Um, well. That depends on your perspective. Yeah, the uh, okay. so the handful of thralls link arms uh, and uh, link hands around the spirit pillar, and the spirit pillar flashes, and a handful of strands of spirit stuff are pulled out of it and into them. They turn mm. as one. And follow an all point in the direction that Fulviola points. And you see something spirit like emerge from them, shooting like Celestia and Corzin are the only ones who see this. Uh, as, as it's almost like a strange, twisted amalgamation of spirit uh, emerges, like uh, colors and flashes twisting together into like a half-formed monstrous creature. My god. It's you know like, that monster in Stranger Things that's made of people? Yeah, yeah it's pretty like... You're Is it getting, like that but spirits? Uh, kind of like that. It's got elements it's got elements of like almost spider web covered in thorns but, all, but moving like a squid um, and... And there's teeth on it as well. Oh, I hate it. And it reaches out, and you see the uh, Rainbow Spirit kind of almost reaching to try and defend you uh, as it tries to wrap around and ensnare you. Uh, You need to succeed on a Charisma saving throw, please. Okay. What dice do I not hate? Um, That is Charisma save... It's not amazing. That's a 19. It's enough. Yay! <laughs> uh, you uh, uh, as you kind of uh, flinch, but the rainbow spirit flashes into being 
uh, and portions of it become almost blade-like and slice through the the sort of web net spirit, preventing it from ensnaring you as you feel... And you can actually feel that sense of it dragging you into something or through something uh, that, that it, in a way not dissimilar to the way that you've seen cause and banish things in the past. Um, but you resist... Uh, uh, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you resist the spell. As the rainbow spirit like uh, protects you, the fragments of spirit just seem to fizzle and fade back into... F- flickers of light that are dragged back into the central pillar. Always piss off people who have better resources than you. That's the moral here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think some of the uh, I, is definitely what we should be doing. I think Ooh. that's the lesson here. Yeah. Mm. I cool. Can't imagine what the lesson otherwise would be. Yeah. Uh, Scamp, top of the round. Uh, over to you. So this uh, thing that Magnus has got in his chest... Yeah. Is it like flat to his armor? So yeah, he's uh, so you can see that he's got built into the armor. There is like a steel chest plate, but he's literally wearing on a chain. Uh, this, oh, on uh, this a chain. Edict. Yeah. So it's like hanging rather than. It's hanging around his neck, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, I, I don't know if this would work or not. The floor is made of stone. Yes. Yes. How tall is Magnus? Uh, Magnus is... Always a silly question at a five No, that's fine. Uh, just under five feet. He is a... Like, tall for a dwarf. If like I was a... to try uh, and use yeah, let's say for... shape to create like just a little pillar that totally engulfed the thing around his neck. Like, just <laughs> wrap this edict in stone and just like try and pull it off him or try and crush it or something I suppose it's still lore it doesn't wearing it isn't the thing is it even if I take nah. it off him I'd have to destroy it like uh, wrapping it in stones and going to protect it mm, quite possibly I was hoping to take a charm off him but if it's the edict I, I, do I think that would have any effect if I could roll an arcana check it in stone? oh cool let's do that that's a um, that is 17. 17, okay. So, first of all, um, hmm. I'm looking at the spell. Uh, first of all, I'm listening at the spell and trying to decide how much control you have. Uh, like, whether you have the fine control to, like, snare, uh, like, a small object like this. Um,. You actually probably have better chances. I'll first of all say that you have better chances of snaring Magnus uh, than you do. Uh, so trying to snap it over the thing would be a trying to snap it around Magnus would be a slightly tricky but doable Arcana check. Like you could try and like you know open a pit below him or something. Trying to essentially mould like a vice onto an object like this. Oh, I just want to wrap be... it. It would just be wrapping it in stone, not like anything else. Just like totally engulfing it. Um, I don't want any... It wouldn't be a fancy thing. But I don't think that's actually going to stop the magical effect, is it? Uh, I mean, yeah. That, uh, uh, I mean, you need to get stone to it if you were trying to wrap it like that. 
Uh, if you if you like got a rock and pushed it against it and then wrapped it in stone, that would be a lot easier than like trying to get the ground to come up and do it. But secondly, yes, you you figure your instinct is correct here. With a seventeen, the law you know work goes through stone. So. Uh, oh so, yeah, we do physically know that. Yes. Don't we? So mm. that is not going to stop it. Uh, with a seventeen, your instinct is that. Uh, the only way to prevent it from acting is to either uh, destroy it or change the law. Do we know how you change it? You have no idea. You, uh, no one's ever told like you. Rise, I have a vague thing that we got told, but maybe I'm just wishful thinking. We didn't, as far as I can remember, I mean, ever have a conversation with anyone about like how a law is changed if I mean, it is to be changed. What does it look like? Does it look like he's just written it on there? Uh, it looks like it looks the same as the edicts that the magistrates would wear, if mm -hmm. slightly different. Like, uh, although theirs tend to be gold plated. Um, rather, uh, rather than just silver. They've got higher budget ones. Um, yeah, <laughs> but the, <laughs> um, but the, uh, if it is just written on there, he has like amazing penmanship. Right. Uh, yeah. Frankly, like this looks like it looks. That's kind of what I was asking. Yeah, like, does it look like handwriting? It looks like it's being engraved in, but like in cursive. Right. And he does engrave things because he's a crafty, crafty boy, um, which is the technical term. <laughs> yes, yeah. as as someone who, as as an engraver myself, I do too refer to myself as yeah, a crafty, crafty, crafty boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Like, I threw acid at him. Did acid do anything to it? Ooh. Like, is there any marks? Like, did acid have any effect on this magic? Interesting. I am going to say, you can see that there are some places that are a little bit shinier. Uh, most of the acid got his beard, which sort of almost formed a sort of protective layer in the way. Mm. Uh, you weren't targeting it specifically at that point, yeah. uh, but you can see that there is some slight softening in places that suggests, you know, incidental acid damage. And what was, what, what is the exact wording of what's written on there? Uh, I believe it is, you must not harm Magnus Redfolder. If I was just to, like, target the word not with some acid... <laughs> you, I'm obsessed with you. Uh, I, uh, this is, Fucking like, chaos, it's gonna yes. require a finesse check, but, I, but I'm, I'm real interested, yeah. I just wanna know what happens, <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, otherwise, never have I... Like no, like this is. I'm excited by this approach. How do you want to? How do you want to try and do this? I mean, all I've got is a chromatic orb as a spell. That's the only acid I have. Okay, um, I'm gonna say this is an Arcana check uh, to get it that tight and small. Uh, in which case, you just have to hit Magnus's normal AC, or it's a very high AC. And, uh, or it's a high, very high AC because you're going for a very specific target. Um, and you know what? Just because this is wild enough, roll 2d100 <laughs> if you're committing well, to this yeah. course of action. Because you can have your tides back. 
I just want to know what happens real bad. Yeah. It's just it's just funny if everyone has to hurt him. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is oh, 42 and uh, 58. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So you see two futures. Um, <laughs> one is... rolling 58? <laughs> uh... You know, you do keep rolling 58. I do. Uh, and I keep forgetting to bring it into existence. So can you roll again, please? Okay. I'm going to replace the 58, because we had that recently. 90 Okay. <laughs> Things are going to get... <laughs> you, you're either going to get very small, or you can get very large. This is such I a mean, weird moment for that. <laughs> I, I can't do the small. I can't. I, that... It's just bad. Yep. Now I've got I've got shit to do, so um, I guess large. <laughs> okay, as you gather, uh, as you see, realize what you're seeing, uh, you pre prepared, uh, you prepare to cast, and you feel that surge of magic flowing into you, swelling within you. Uh, oh no, no, literally swelling within you. Uh, scamp. Oh no. Uh, uh, Scamp uh, gets bigger and bigger. Uh, I'm gonna DM Fiat this one. Hmm. Uh, Scamp, you become huge. Oh wow! You are How now. How big is huge? I forget. Uh, it's a step above large. So Scamp has. Yeah, gone... but I don't know what that means. How yeah. big is it? <laughs> uh, Scamp is now uh, large enough that they are plugging the hole, the passageway. Well. And yep. like. They're plugging the passage. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Scamp <laughs> is at least is basically uh, not only uh, ten taller than ten feet. You find yourself sinking onto your hands and knees. Um, you are wide enough to be filling this uh, passageway scamp, uh, which. Uh, Not actually the worst moment for that. The other option was so much worse. Yeah, so we're in the same passage, right? Oh yeah, basically... and I've just tried to find some cover. <laughs> Is scamp in the way of? Uh, scamp has explicitly stepped back. So okay. actually, Scamp is like the backstop to this whole corner of the fight. Cool. Um, so I'm gonna say, yeah, like for uh, we'll we'll rule on the fly anything that needs ruling. I'm gonna say that any increase in hit points is uh, that you might get is counteracted by it making it easier for you to hit because you're huge larger so most of your stats don't change but you are but i will give you advantage on strength check anything strength related Ooh. disadvantage on anything dex related because yeah. you are you are winnie the per like you're you know you're, you're you're eight or maybe 16 times your size right now uh, depending on how you want to count it, but you are also Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Hey, but at least I'm not a pot plant. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So Scamp uh, suddenly uh, swells inside, blocking off the passageway. Uh, okay, and now you have Tides back. <laughs> okay, so oh, what will, remind me of my options of how so your to options do this, are either. this might not be different. You can either target 
either do it as if you're targeting a very small target, so high AC, or you can try and do an Arcana check to make the spell pinpoint, in which case you only need to hit Magnus's AC. Basically, either an Arcana check and then a hit, a hit, uh, uh, an attack roll, or just an attack roll, but it's hard. Uh, and he's armoured now, so he's harder to hit. Yep. Just I don't I don't want to waste it. So I'm like, do I tides one roll or do I tides one and hope the other one is fine? Um, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, which is more likely to succeed? The, yeah, that's the thing because I don't know what the DCs are. I have no idea. Mm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I would have no idea. No Go idea. on, instead. Yes. Um, if I fail the Arcana check, though, do I still have a chance to hit the... if I just precise it, or is it just done if I fail the Arcana check? Uh... Ooh. Uh, if you fail the Arcana check... I will say, you know, I'll say, if you fail the Archon check, you can still try and precise it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna nip that AC up by two, because you're fair. now rushed. Yeah. Oh, that seems that reasonable. Uh, okay, let's. Ah, oh, fuck it, let's do it that way then, because I okay. just not a clue. Well, oh. I can't. Do I That's a seventeen. Okay, you think you focus the spell, like as you hold out, out, out your huge meaty hands and the, <laughs> and the orb of acid forms in place, you shrink it down until it's like, until it's about the size of like a mint imperial. <laughs> uh, and now you can try and flick it. Uh, now I will use tides because I want this to hit. Okay, roll as you roll your attack. Ah. It's a dirty twenty. That's enough. Uh, roll oh. damage, I'm please. Do this. I forgot to say, but I'm doing it. At, uh, so I don't know. Cool. I want to do some damage, but I also don't want to waste high level spells at this point. Um, it's going to be such a mess when this works, and I'm so excited. Oh, mm. Ten, and I don't want it. That's an eight. There we go. Oh. Still not brilliant. Um, Nineteen. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna make a note of this. I'm tracking the edict's hit points now. <laughs> uh, I just want to hit the word not. <laughs> okay, so uh, I now need you to roll a luck check because you did a lot of damage and acid does splash a bit. That's true. <laughs> Never more have I more wished that I had heat metal as a spell. I know, right? I was thinking that. That was only a seven. Okay. Uh, so you must. You must not harm uh, Magnus Red Folder. So that's a seven. 
so it's not mm, okay that's a bit of unpredictability but not a huge amount so let's go so one two three four can you roll a d6 for me please <laughs> one Uh, all right, so <laughs> this is going to, this is going to get a little weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, Go I, on. Can you roll another d6 for me, please? Yeah, um, that's a six. All or nothing. Well, okay, so, uh, because of the formatting... Uh, and the way the the pinpoint ball of acid strikes the edict, uh, it sizzles from the horribly concentrated acid, uh, and you see it burns into it, uh, and exposing some tiny layers, uh, some hidden inner layers of like neatly sandwiched uh, mage metals. Uh, the thing begins to glow and crack, glows and crackles with reddish light. But the acid also sprays out in two different directions uh. as well. Um, and... Uh, okay. <laughs> One more d6 and then a d8, please. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, the hell four. have you done? <laughs> okay. On the, on the d6. Um, and a, a four on the d8. Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. So, we're going to find out what happens when laws stop making sense. <laughs> so, you successfully right? you successfully destroy the word "not." You also destroy. You must ham, Magnus <laughs> <laughs> You also destroy the Y and the U on you. Mm-hmm. Yo. So, O must harm Magnus, and then the first half of the surname is destroyed. O, no, no, O must harm Magnus Older. Is there anybody in the city whose name begins with O? I mean, no one is older than Magnus. This is the oldest Magnus. And O is a good way of starting a sentence. Oh, must harm Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you, you silly little guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we're going to find out how this pulls out. Oh, must harm Magnus older. Oh, I mean... the thing you just remember. Oh. Oh, must harm Magnus, <laughs> Magnus older. I mean, you, like... The good news is you're not all going to get ha- uh, start getting punished for not hamming Magnus uh, Red Folder. Um, oh, well, I mean, uh, only Viola would would be uh, legal then. Must all Magnus Red That was that was a genuine oh, risk. No. You must arm him. So <laughs> They've already um, armed him though. <laughs> he is fully armed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Everyone suddenly fe- and I mean 
everyone on the battlefield oh no uh suddenly feels a voice like pain oh shit uh, <laughs> is it just who goes down across first their skulls <laughs> as none of you are successfully harm uh, are successfully harm <laughs> as as none of you uh, all of you are present and oh is not harm is not harming <laughs> Magnus Alder. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've taken a really sinister thing to its dumbest possible conclusion. Yeah, and I, love it. I really like it. My brain is now entirely blanking if there's anyone with uh, who like who's an O. Um, <laughs> that we are oh, aware shit. of. Is there? There's. There's low day. Yeah, uh, no, I. I no. can't think of anyone whose name specifically. I think. Oh. Okay. No, I'm going to say that you all feel like at the beginnings. Of, I'm going slightly dumber. We're going to get a slightly. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm going to say that O is nonsensical enough that. The, uh, the, uh, that there's there's not really a way for to, to that to happen, but everyone does start to get a weird pressure in their head building, <laughs> like okay. something is maybe horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy. Okay, <laughs> that's scams go. Um, can I use a bonus action? Just yes. Um. Oh. You're I huge. Just step on him. I can't do that. I can't do a bonus. I mean, I, uh, I can't attack with a bonus action. I'd have to yeah. him, and it would have to be a cantrip. I just want to know if harming him makes this pressure go away. Um, Fair. Am I in melee now with him, effectively, or am I? I guess yeah. You're so huge that your yeah, reach is it. like you've got ten foot reach, basically. So yeah. Yeah, you're huge. You your base is twenty him. feet. I mean, I will try and. Shocking grasp him, I guess. And quick yeah. a cantrip just to see if it helps. Um, cool, go for it. Let's see if this does anything. No, because I've rolled a two, so it's twelve. I won't know. Damn. Um, uh, that is twelve and uh does he's wearing metal? Does does shocking grasp oh, do you have advantage uh, attacking? That's a, oh, um that's Someone. a very good point. Let me just look at the spell again. This is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, this uh, almost no never comes up. No one's never wearing metal. Um, shocking grass. Yeah, because we're not really in, a, in an environment where there's usually... You have advantage like, if they're wearing yes. metal. Um, Woo! Yes. Yeah, he's got uh, a metal right. chest plate. I will remember. Um, I just, I can't, I, I just, I drop my dice on another dice and I honestly don't know which one is in my hand. <laughs> roll again. Um, another. I'm going to move them all away and I'm going to roll... <laughs> This green dice. <laughs> right. My brain's real tired. Yeah, oh, that's hard. that's a twenty-nine to hit. <laughs> yes. That definitely hits. Yeah. Roll damage. Um. Mm, 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 mm. That's eight lightning damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you. And you can't take reactions. Uh, and you can't take reactions. Can't take reactions, which is potentially really helpful. Okay. That spills. Um, you reach out and you s- uh, uh, and like you can't quite you don't quite manage to reach him, but the still, like, pat him on the head, <laughs> like <laughs> arcs from uh, from your hand to his uh, uh, to his chest plate, uh, and you smell kind of 
burnt burnt flesh and dust uh, as the uh. as light crackles around it, burning the flesh. Um, and the headache like clears up oh. for you. I'm going to say it loudly. If you hurt him, it stops the headache. Oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's going to get interesting. Uh, right, that poses. That's going to pose a very interesting challenge for. I want to say it loud enough that the vampires can hear it. Yeah, the vampires mm-hmm. can hear it. Gotta bite that also, more. <laughs> but we're also in like a weird place right now. Uh, yeah. uh, Everything's for, a mess. For everyone else. Okay, there is one vampire who is not bestial. Um, yep. And uh, she's going to... She's the only one who can act on this. So uh, she is going to do, uh, and she must work in her master's best interests. Therefore, okay, for Viola uh, goes, Magnus, dear, I'm afraid I really need you to let me get rid of this. Magnus snarls, but narrows his eyes, <laughs> and, uh, and as they clamber out of the swiftly disappearing cloud of noxious smoke. Uh, allows her to grab hold of the edict, pull it off his neck, and uh, for Viola, I guess anyone in this chamber can now take uh, an attack of opportunity uh, against uh, for Viola. Yes, please. Oh, hello. Yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah. Scam- uh, so yeah, Scamp. If you still got a reaction, you can, and so can Celestia. Yeah. Um, there are restrictions on what attacks of opportunity can be, aren't there? Uh, you're not a warcaster, so it can't be a cantrip. It's basically just a melee attack. A melee one. Uh, oh, can it only be a melee? Oh, okay. Shooter. I suppose you can just shoot it. You're just doing it like from melee yeah. range. So it's normally with disadvantage. Unless yeah, it's like I don't think my dagger's very good. So. Nineteen, Heather. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um. Try and shoot yep. her. Go for it. A flintlock is dex plus proficiency, right? Yep. Yes. Cracking. Uh, so that is. That's. Um, I can't do maths. I've forgotten how to do maths. Eight. Rubbish. That's not hitting. No, uh, it's not. No, that's it's more not. than eight. That's 13. I'm tired. Still not hitting. Oh, it's still not gonna hit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you fire the shot and it goes wide. Uh, victory similarly... I stumble as I fire and it just like hits the ceiling <laughs> uh, victory launches a little jolt of lightning uh, uh, as a cantrip uh, actually is that her she's got a little melee cantrip hasn't she yeah yeah so that, sorry uh, she she's reaches got out grasp. Uh, she's got thunder burst which is sort of the thunder themed uh, shocking grasp actually but not uh, affected by wearing metal yeah, so she uh, smacks it. A, 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 she kind of reaches out and smacks um, uh, for the other as she goes, dealing. Why do I not have my d8s out? That would have been convenient, wouldn't it? There you go. Uh, dealing 12 points of thunder damage. Uh, and. 
uh, actually, uh, taking this moment as Fulviola is leaving, uh, <laughs> Lo Bay emerges from hiding and shoots her in the back. Yay! Uh, Lo Bay does not. Uh, not a natural twenty, unfortunately. So it doesn't. Uh, uh, so it doesn't manage to get past the the heart plate, <laughs> um, but does still do a little bit of damage. Great. Uh, do I get an opportunity attack? Uh, yes. If you, have, I thought you'd already. Um, uh, I have. No, I haven't rolled it yet. Oh, okay. Go. Um, yes. And she, she's wearing metal as well, isn't she? Yes. Lovely. Well, I'll do another shock and grasp then. Oh, bloody hell, that's another 19, so 29. Hmm. Okay, more damage. Apparently Shock and Grasp is the one thing I roll really well on today. Yeah. Um, that is nine... Okay. Nine lightning. Good to know. Okay, for the Did my 19 hit? It's been struck by multiple forces at this point. Uh, but she did, does... Did my 19 hit? Uh, you're not. You're not in melee. You're not. Oh yeah, sorry. You're in a separate bit of the, yeah. uh, of the fight. Uh, so in the other tunnel. Yeah, you're in the other tunnel. So Fulviola uh, grabs the uh, bit of uh, metal and flies up and away as fast and as far as she can. Uh, I'm gonna say she uses all of her action to do this and manages to get. Uh, and manages to end up sort of hanging uh, in the air, uh, in the centre of the chamber, just over 60 feet. Actually, started from higher, so I guess like 80. Uh, quite close to the ceiling, actually. Yeah, mm. she gets right up to the ceiling. Uh, and as she, uh, causing, you feel this the headache vanish first. But as she passes... Uh, towards the ceiling, uh, the rest of you also feel the headache of pressure you're getting from not harming Magnus or Alder <laughs> uh, vanish. Uh, so Fulviola uses up her action to flee to safety. Uh, she doesn't regenerate this round, but you see the, the dust starting to gather now, once again. Uh, okay, Shadow Victory. Uh, yeah, Shadow Victory uh, is... Ooh, who's the closest uh, ally uh, to her that is that she sees as an ally? It's going to be Celestia. Shadow Victory uh, seems to lunge for Celestia, uh, but not as an attack. Uh, she calls out quickly get close and grabs hold of celestia protectively as her eyes light up and the air spins around her and she casts uh eye of the storm so i'm confused shadow victory looks like real victory looks like real victory but you saw her form out of the magic mirror she's basically victory's doppelganger Right. right. Uh, but like. So where's real victory? Real victory is like slightly further away and about to get hit by the eye of the storm, as is basically everyone except Celestia. 
within short range of this. Okay. Uh, because Shadow Victory is following a directive to destroy the imposter, aka her true self. Right, okay. Um, she, she's not exactly an ally of the vampires either. Mm. No, 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 it's just, yeah. um, yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, no. I get it. So she grabs hold of you to protect you, says, uh, says, sorry, sorry, scam! And looks at, at real her and goes, die, imposter! <laughs> and casts Eye of the Storm. So, scamp, can I ask you to roll? Uh, oh, dear. Oh, I said this was a disadvantage, didn't I? A dex yeah. check save, please. Yeah. Oh, both not terrible. Um, they're not good enough, I don't think, but there's a 17. That is not quite good enough to hit nope. Victory's AC, unfortunately. Cool. Uh, and... Right. That me uh, that means it's time for me to grab the rules that I wrote for victories spell things which should be here. Did I put the did I do the smart thing and put them on her character list? No, that would have been that would have been a sane choice. Far too sane. Apologies, one moment. Uh, gosh darn it, I even ha I thought I had like a little no note section for magic items specifically and I don't seem to have it. Never mind, I've got, uh, I will grab this out of uh, my notes. Uh, can I ask someone to please roll me 8d6? 8d6, gotcha. I'm in trouble. <laughs> okay, that is. Uh, Twenty-nine. Okay. Uh, and sorry, what was your result? Um, uh, what was your uh, uh, your result there, Scamp? Uh, I failed. It was a seventeen. Cool, thank you. Uh, right, uh, so... Oh, sorry, I blanked there. Uh, something uh, about something. Was it 28 that you rolled? Uh, the damage. 29. 29, thank you. Okay, Scam, you take 29 points of lightning damage. Uh, as unfortunately does uh, low... Yep, does low bay... Uh, and victory takes half of that because resistant. Uh, but she's not looking great. Uh, uh, looking great. That is the end of fake victory's turn. Uh, oh, 29. <laughs> she's also not the only one who didn't do great there. So, half elf, uh, astonishingly, is hanging to life by a thread. Uh, but you watch as the halfling is struck, uh, it, it, like you see the outline of the halfling in the swirling storm struck by a bolt of lightning uh, and explode into dust uh, that begins swirling around uh, with the clouds. 
Uh, Magnus too is uh, is blasted uh, by the impact, but he's a tough old being. Uh, and despite the gout of, uh, of dust that's blown into him, uh, you do see uh, his flesh slowly starting to uh, very slowly begin to heal again. Uh, brings us to the vampires. Okay, Magnus and the half-elf are the only ones left here who can still act. Uh, they are going for danger threats uh, based on who's just done what actually no sorry no, they're motivated by vengeance both of them need to make is it a charisma save to yes. attack you okay the half elf uh, uh, raises her baton and twitching is going to shift targets uh, to victory looks like sorry, is it the nearest target or is it just uh, another target it's another target in reach. Yeah, okay. it doesn't say, it just says okay. um, either move target or waste their attack. Yeah. Okay, so it's not going to automatically go to the person next to you, which is fake victory. Mm. No, no. Shame. So, That's a shame, because they're not no. smart. She, uh, she just needs to pay, uh, uh, She can still tell yeah. in an animalistic sense, friend from foe. I mean, uh, fake victory is not a friend. It just did twenty nine points of damage to her. <laughs> this is true, uh, and she ain't exactly like happy not, about she that. She does know, yeah. She yeah, knows the it, difference. It's, yeah. But, uh, yes, it's yeah. Happening. Yeah. Okay. She smashes into uh, uh, into uh, normal victory, uh, deal, uh, uh, dealing uh, uh, with a flaming uh, baton striking her. Uh, victory is looking pretty rough mm -hmm. uh, after which the vampire uh, is going to descend kind of out of sight into the uh, uh, into the mist uh, into the swirling storm and presumably scramble out of it along the walls uh, Magnus however can take a few hits and is going for Celestia valid <laughs> he does manage to uh, to do that I, I brought this on myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, the storm. No, he's close enough. The storm. Storm does produce. Right, he's going to attack Celestia first. Then. Uh, okay, so I think that is a dirty twenty to hit well, that Celestia. Hits me. Yep. Uh, so that. Okay. Bye. So, so he. Uh, oh no, no. Not necessarily. He also. grabs hold of you. Uh, oh no, it's actually even higher. Grabs hold of you, uh, but doesn't. Uh, uh, but instead, he just locks his hand uh, around uh, your throat, grappling you. Ooh, ouch! He then attacks again. Um, okay, yeah, that mm, that that. Um, does he need to roll another charisma save? He does. Mm -hmm. uh, does it? Is it for every attack, or is it once? I will check. Because that, um, that is specific. Because I assumed it was once and then may attack you, not for every attack. DC Charisma saves try and attack me. I will check, or, we, or you can rule it. Yeah. DM I'm going to rule that he's like. I wouldn't make you roll a save for every single attack, 
Okay. I would roll. F I would ask you to save for can you attack this creature, okay. and then you can do your attacks this turn if you have multi attack. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so I'm gonna rule. He can attack again. Uh, oh yeah, for the first time as well. It says in the more detailed wording. Yeah. All awesome. Right. Uh, okay, so the uh, so good news, bad news. Um, the good news is uh, the uh, fake victory storm is imposing a disadvantage Hooray. on everyone's attacks uh, because of the obscured sort of vision. Uh, which means that while he definitely still hits you with 25, it wasn't the natural 20. Yay! Uh, so, first of all, you take... That dice doesn't have numbers on it. <laughs> it was, None at it, all! That is, it was, that is a silly dice. I don't know how it's ended up in my die pack. You take eight points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, you take an additional 12 necrotic damage. Oh, that's perfectly my hit points. God oh. damn it. Okay, <laughs> so this does two things. First of all, um, he dr he sinks into you, uh, and you feel as, his as he bites into your throat, your consciousness like uh, dwindles. You feel your lifeblood and your life flowing out and into him. Dang. Healing him as his God flesh uh, regenerates. <sighs> from the impact as it drains you. Your maximum hit points, for now at least, are reduced by 12 as well. Okay. So Some note cells. that you're until until further notice, your maximum hit points have gone I've got down so many. <laughs> and you are... Always you... make con your dumpster, lads. That's, that's the <laughs> Yeah. And at this moment, Celestia, uh, you are... Uh, uh, I am causing is the I think causing can't see any of this. There's just a storm going on, uh, but Scamp, you see Magnus reach out, grab Celestia by the throat, sink his fangs into her, and Celestia slumps. And we're going to continue with the next round after these no doubt important messages. Hey boss, there's a law flagging up as having been broken. Uh, apparently it's beneath the city. I didn't know that was possible. Possibly might be something? I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to be an awful lot of paperwork ultimately, but can you imagine how embarrassing it'll be for us if it gets out into the open that all the people have to do in order to break the law is dig far enough? Alright, it's just that the enforcers were a little bit confused. What do you mean it doesn't take into account elevation? And welcome back. So, just uh, worth doing a little situational recap. We're actually halfway through the vampire's turns. I've got Ooh. about the ones going after Corson. So, right now, this, uh, the current situation. In the centre of the huge room, uh, of the huge central chamber, uh, is the pillar. It's a little spirit pillar sitting uh, comfortably uh, under its glass dome, unassailed. A ring of hollow-eyed thralls who seem to be able to draw upon its magic are gathered around it uh, and uh, casting spells but only when directed to. The floating about 80 feet above them in the air uh, is Fulviola uh, Crest uh, clutching onto the damaged edict 
that demands, oh, must harm Magnus Alder. <laughs> uh, it appears that she has brought, has now, that, that by doing this, she's brought it far enough away that none of you are getting headaches for uh, from not harming Magnus Alder. <laughs> Whoever that is, <laughs> um, the at the same time uh, there are na- there are two other little fights taking place. Corzin is backed into a corner by uh, the two luchador vampires uh, and the orc vampire, uh, while everyone else is clustered up in a tight uh, passageway, currently blocked at one end by Scamp. And at the other end, by a swirling um, eye of the storm, uh, nightmare cloud conjured by fake victory, uh, which is currently encircling actual victory in the process mm-hmm. amongst any uh, so others. Big scamp is at the back. Yeah, big scamp is at the back of the uh, of this corridor. While I'm in the everywhere, it, I'm so big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, in the middle of it, uh, Fake Victory is now stood next to Magnus uh, and Celestia. Magnus has grabbed hold of Celestia, sunk his teeth into her neck, and has started uh, uh, and has drained her to unconsciousness, and shows every sign of uh, that he will continue to do, uh, to try and finish her off. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, from uh, so I'm going to say uh, Lobey is also trapped in here too. So f- uh, Scamp, you're the only one who's really seen what's gone on here. Uh, along with you and Victory, the only ones who've seen what's gone on here with the whole uh, fight uh, going on on that side. Causing from your perspective, the eye of the st- there was like a cloud of noxious storm cloud that came out of the pillar, uh, out of the uh, thing. Then you got a headache mm-hmm. um, and saw Fulviola flying out, clutching what, with your fantastic vision, you recognize as being an edict, uh, but like with weird red light coming out of it looking damaged and flying up. The headache passed away, and then you saw a different thundercloud coming out of that hole where everyone else is. Big spirit monster? Big spirit monster. Where's so that? that uh, so, just to recap that. So Sorry, when, if you had other things yeah, to Yeah, no, no, no. Those, that okay. is the last thing to recap. So when the uh, Circle of Thralls cast that spell, they created the big spirit monster. It launched at Celestia. The rainbow spirit tore it to shreds and it dissolved. Oh, it dissolved completely. And flowed back into the spirit trap. Cool. So it's in like, there now. Yeah, it's more like they temporarily created it and sent it. But it was kind of fragile. Yeah. Right. Cool. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, uh, so, Corzin, you see the uh, storm swirl, uh, uh, sort of swirling out of the uh, uh, the passageway where the rest of the fighting is taking place. You see Fulviola uh, escape and fly up. Your headache passes, and at the same moment, there's a change that comes over the pair of luchadors and the orc vampire attacking you. They seem to have a momentary um, a moment of confusion Mm -hmm. 
and then they focus on you and their postures change becoming more upright less insanely feral except in squawking mad chicken pete's case um, <laughs> who is still feral but with a slightly different posture as before as he goes <laughs> um, and claws at you but Thank you get you, a cora <laughs> yeah and just screams i'm squawking mad wow um, <laughs> Uh, and tries to kill you. Uh, he has disadvantage to hit me. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah, you get the feeling that might just be squawking mad chicken. <laughs> it was just like that. Persona. Yeah, I figured. Um, I guess it's a fursona instead of persona. But wow. that, that kind of applies I mean, in this it does I mean, it's, it's, it's not wrong. Yeah. Fursona? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, 17? Uh, 17 it's, does hit me. Okay, so his first slash with the uh, with the claws fails to hit with you. With disadvantage? Well, okay. Yeah, he rolled. Tw- he gets two okay. attacks, and he rolled disadvantage both times. Fair um, so, okay, so the second uh, chicken pea attack uh, uh, takes place. Uh, so the first chicken uh, uh, chicken pea attack uh, misses. His second swing though uh, connects, uh, and he rakes uh, into you for ten. Uh, for check, sorry, twelve points of damage. Um, okay, yep. eight, eight slashing and four fire. Hmm. Uh, if that makes any difference, mm-hmm. not particularly. Uh, but ow. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the, uh, the the his spurs are gl- uh, are glowing hot as they strike. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, orc is going to swing at you in a much more practiced way. And you hear him call out, Defend the master! Uh, so he's going to make two attacks against you. Uh, 19 hits, but 9 does not. Okay, yep. um, you take uh, this. Are you resistant to lightning damage? Yes. Okay, then you uh, only take 8 total damage this time. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, Mighty Mighty Mangler is gonna uh, strike at you with uh, uh, with their mangles, uh, one of which hits, and you take this one's particularly nasty. Uh, the mangle you deflect, but the club strikes you, and it's got like a, it seems to sweat uh, a, 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 like some sort of liquid, and as it sprays against. A bit of it sprays against your face, you feel it burns, you take some acid damage as well. Mm. <laughs> so, another 12 points of damage total on top of that. Oh, wow, okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and, since it's now been over a round... Yep, Pete didn't, never, took any t- uh, never took any radiant damage. So you see the points where you've slashed into him slowly began, begin to heal up as dust fills in the wound. I guess I'd better roll some concentration saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that is the end of all of their turns. Okay, I'm good. Cool. Uh, <laughs> right, Low Bay is going to use up uh, one of their spell slots, <laughs> I think, under the circumstances, because they do have them. Uh, mm-hmm. And they are going to. Uh, 
uh, they're going to run forwards and uh, lay a hand on Celestia. I love Lopez. Um, Phew. Just dropped something. I'm sorry for the noise, friend. <laughs> okay, so this can be uh, cure wounds. I almost never cast this myself. Got it. So, uh, D8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Thank you. Uh, right, you get 14 hit points back. That will fucking do. Uh, as they uh, reach out to you and uh, you become conscious of the bloodhound spirit, like licking your, uh, uh, sort of licking at your, uh, at the side of your, uh, of your face, lolling mm. in, uh, in Magnus's grip. As, and you kind of pull away from his uh, jaws, but yeah. he's still got a grip on you. You are grappled. Cool. Uh, okay, that is Lobey's go. Victory is uh, actually says, I am done with this. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's a legendary creature. So, they, uh, so even though there's only ever been one, she, she'd know it to go. He's like, okay, I am done with this doppelganger shit. <laughs> um, and she balls a fist, steps forward, and and punches at herself. Uh, and and that is real victory. With disadvantage, but it's high enough to hit. Uh, okay. As she connects her fist, uh, uh, sort of impacts and uh, echoes, with, uh, ricochets with thunder... Uh, so and also denies her alternate self reaction, so she can't Yay. do the au- do automatic damage reaction. Mm, um, yes, and that is uh, okay. Yep, and I'm going to say then uh, that is damn not quite enough. Uh, the uh, the impact seems to blast a portion of. Uh, fake victories uh, cheek and uh, uh, cheek away uh, and cracks splinter down her body like cracks in a mirror uh, with a sort of shadowy stuff escaping from where the, uh, the injuries are uh, but vi- fake victory is still just about standing um, oh and needs to roll concentration Uh, it's constitution, it's concentration, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Con save, con save, con save. What is victory's con save? Okay. Scam, do you still have reaction? I think it's probably the, still the same turn as when um, folding over, buggered off, so I don't think I do. You don't. No, you don't. Okay. Uh, in which case, uh, no, you can't. Uh, you cannot. Uh, fuck her up enough. She nope. holds on to the spell. Didn't do enough damage to... Uh... It was an 11. <laughs> uh. As a save, but it's not quite enough. Uh, Alright, so that brings us down to Corsi. Okay. Um, I am in a target-rich environment. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, also, the, the three guys that are on me, they are um, they're in like a neat sort of... I don't know, like, 15-foot cone, would you say? Uh, You'll need to, like, uh, shift position slightly, but you can definitely get them in a 15-foot cone, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to pull out the Ice Blunderbuss. (laughs) Oh, it's uh, Mm. debut here. Heck Um, yeah. 
So yeah, they are all going to have to take a um, a deck save, DC 14, or take um, now it is just cold damage, isn't it? This thing does. Yes, yeah, just right. cold damage. Yeah. Okay. So that is going to be. Um, sorry, that's up. Uh, 14 cold damage each. Okay. Uh, so, most of them... Uh, so, two of them get the uh, get struck right with these shards of ice that spray out of the blunderbuss. Uh, Squawking Mad Chicken Pete uh, brings his uh, wings protectively up against himself. Oh, also, technically speaking, this is still... Um, uh... Um, Slayer's Prey, so Squawking Mad Chicken Pete takes an additional two damage on top of that. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, which uh, helps negate the uh, the successful save. <laughs> Nevertheless, you uh, you successful. Uh, uh, they are all cut and frozen by this uh, uh, by the shards. Mm. Anything else you can do in your turn? Well, you know what? They've still got disadvantage to hit me, so hmm. I don't know that I could actually get a, you know, reasonable amount of distance away from them that they couldn't themselves cover the, the next round anyway. So I'm gonna um, stay where I am for now. Okay. Yeah. And you continue tying up this trio of vampires. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to Celestia. Uh, uh. Yeah, Celestia, you are in Magnus's grip. Uh, you've lost sight of the half elf. Gone wherever she is, uh, and everything, and fake victory, uh, cracked as she is, is still like conjuring this uh, storm that's harming everyone except you and her. So fake victory is giving me a cuddle. Yeah. As is Magnus. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. You are currently cuddle, right. uh, in a in a very uncomfortable cuddle pile. Mm. And bad sandwich. There are no allies in front of me, are there? Uh, like barring like causing on the other side, but yeah, I mean, like you can angle in such a way that victory, that real victory, is not in front of you. Like, okay. Yeah, if you, you you can find a direction that will not hit your allies. It might be time for some a really big thing. I think. Um, to be mm. honest. Okay. Um. So, let's just Wakes up with a man sucking her blood. Um, it isn't yeah. very happy, as one would imagine. There's like, ah! <laughs> and, um, and you just, it, as she like clocks who it is, you just see her eyes like fucking flash and the rain, the veins flash up and just this like rage and lightning crackles start happening like around her generally. You get a rage vibe in the air. And um, her and the rainbow spirit are extremely intertwined at this point um, and beams of rainbow come out and split up into different coloured beams um, and go for the enemies it's a 60 foot cone um, and it's prismatic spray alright now you need to do things some of these might be useless but it is really high damage if they are helpful So I'm going to basically give you a choice of angle here so you can direct the uh, the ray up, in which case you'll also hit for for viola, 
or down, either in the direction of the vampires attacking Corzin or the uh, Circle of Thralls. Um, I'm going to go, even though it's less people, I'm going to go up for Fulviola, just okay. because she feels a bit more important. Yeah. Than the Seems two. reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Weird wrestlers. Like, that's all right. Yeah, you kind of like struggle forwards a little bit so, uh, so that you get just within range. You also feel like a slight headache because you're not uh, harming Magnus or Alder, which immediately clears uh, in a moment as you cast this. Yeah. Because uh, it just, pull, just pulls you within 60 feet. Uh, okay, and yeah, the blo- uh, the the rainbow spirit forms up, and just a ribbon of deadly colours sprays out. Yes. So you got three targets. It splits into three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, so you got your three targets. Can I ask you to roll D eight? Yeah. Three times, please. Um, should we decide which one each one is? Uh, I'm gonna go Magnus. Fake victory for the In order of distance, yeah. yeah. Um, so Magnus gets fire damage. Okay. Yay. A red stream uh, strikes Magnus and, and flares into mm-hmm. fire. Uh, victory, fake victory that is, gets lightning damage, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, and Fulviola gets cold damage. Okay. To save you an insane amount of rolling, please roll 10d6 once and we'll just apply you. Oh, that's... Uh, or would you prefer to roll it three times? Um, I was happy to roll three times. Then let's roll it three times. Four, six, eight, uh, 12, 15, 21, 31. Okay. 31 fire for Magnus. You deal 31 points of fire damage to Magnus as, the, uh, as, the, uh, uh, as it uh, leaps around and burns like uh, uh, around and across him 15 20 25 35 41 41 of whatever the one uh, light, on uh, lightning, lightning. Half two. so you do so it does although uh, so the uh, I think it's the yellow stream uh, strikes victory uh, uh, transforming into like a yellowish bolt of lightning fake victory like bolt of lightning Fake Victory tries to do the same trick that normal Victory does of dissipating it, uh, but it's too much. It, f- uh, it like it, uh, her body cracks along the points where the lightning travels, and she splinters. It seems into shards of glass that uh, turn into wisps of smoke. Uh, the uh, the storm raging around her slows and fades. And doppelganger victory is no more. Oh. Okay. Hey. Um, twenty-eight cold on full viola. Okay. Oh. Oh, that is very close, uh, but not quite enough to uh, to take her out entirely. Uh, but you do uh, you do fire uh, uh, the. Uh, you see, as the cloud vanishes, the blue ray stri- uh, strikes up. Uh, and punches through uh, punches through her legs freezing them and shattering them <laughs> uh, the, she's still floating in place but like with like p- uh, like swirls of dust coming out of uh, where they were be but... fucking nicer to your stage managers wait was that 29 or 39? Uh, 
Um, 28 on 20, Solviola. Cool, that's fine. So not... Yeah, I was checking if that was... Uh, you, yeah, she looks like she's... Like she's shivering, frozen together, and uh, like you know, barely holding herself together. Uh, but she is, through will, force of will alone, if nothing else, still holding herself together. Yeah. Just looking if I've got a healing potion. That would feel like a good thing. Mm. Do I have a healing potion? Oh, there's some really faded shit in my inventory. I can't. Do we have healing potions right now? Does it sound plausible for me to have ten healing potions? Like, did that happen at some point? Uh, did yeah, we? Um, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure. So let's you... leave that. Um, um, yeah. um, is there anything else I want to do? Probably uh, not. Um, yeah, I mean, roll a luck check if you want. We'll see if you've got. Any of those left because I mean, sure. it's reasonable let's, you got at least one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten. I'm gonna say you have one. Uh, okay, and it's left. just a normal one. Yeah. So that is two d eight. Two d four. Two d four. Right. Plus two. Two d four plus two. Okay. Yeah. And Brilliant. you are now out of healing potions. I'm going to do that because I think that yeah. will help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mind you, how many hit points do I actually have right now? Yeah, no, that's it. That is enough to make a difference at this point. Um, so that's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> Cracking, absolutely the worst thing I could have rolled. Never mind, I'm still alive uh, for now. It's fine. <laughs> snake eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally snake eyes. Mm. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's a compromise, isn't it? I had a healing potion left, but it was shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. uh, four hit points, and I'm probably going to stay where I am because I'll get attacks of opportunity from anyone if I move oh, anywhere. You also can't. You're literally held in place by. Magnus. Oh, I am literally you grappled, grappled, aren't I? As yeah. well. Oh well, we just have to kill him. That's fine. Uh, okay, so that brings us to the end of the turn, uh, and we're going to use one of the lair actions uh, in lieu of the thralls this time. Uh, Fulviola calls out. Uh, 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 calls out children of the master awaken oh, beasts no. <laughs> of earth come to heed my call uh, and I'm going to say that at the end oh, of this round, you start seeing like little flickerings at the edges as they're not waking up yet, but maybe the first stirrings of, uh, 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 of bodies beginning to rise from their slumber. Oh, put a sock uh, in it! And, <laughs> yep, and you also see uh, coming out of the... Uh, but you also see uh, emerging from... Oh, let's just roll for this. Five different tunnels, including one right near the top. God. Uh some uh, what appear to be Quakers uh, coming into place conjured by the vampire's call because where are their wolves here mate yeah that's yeah. true <laughs> yeah we're, yeah we're doing some we're doing some Dracula I can summon beasts of the wild oh, shit cool. fair yeah. yep oh we're fucked though then um yeah they can't do anything until Fulviola's turn though uh okay Scamp. If she gets one. Uh, yeah, you... 
are huge and are slightly tr stuck uh, in this uh, uh, in this passageway. But because you're so huge, you do have like a view of the whole battlefield. Oh dear. So um. right in front of you is Magnus, uh, Magnus and uh, uh, Celestia Victory in my bay. Uh, you can just make out Corzin, uh, have uh, in his fight with the wrestlers, and then you can just see Ful and you just catch Fulviola up above, like you know, doing the doing uh, uh, doing the diaphanous dress thing and <laughs> conjuring beasts of the earth. Being an asshole is what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> How badly hurt is she? Uh, well, both her legs are gone. She's pretty bad. And pretty she's got bad. like, yeah, and she's got like, yeah, like like a trail of dust flowing around and under her. Okay. Um. Oh, she's too far away for that. Uh. I'm gonna just try Eldritch blasting her. Cool. Because... A solid standby. So she might then drop the thing and we're going to have to harm Magnus now. <laughs> that's a whole problem for another time. Unless he's awake, that's the main thing. I've got to just throw some Eldritch Blasts at this. Um, that's 18 to hit for the first one. Oh, I believe that just hits. Roll damage. Four, um, four damage. Uh, Force damage, right? Yeah. Okay, finish it. Oh, oh no. really? Yeah. I would like to hit her in the vocal cords. Oh. Uh, yes. As she calls out, uh, <laughs> she she's calling it calls out. Heed me, beasts of the earth! You must. No, 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 no. <laughs> the blast of pink light <laughs> smashes no, her through the throat, blasting out her neck in a spray of dust, uh, as with a sort of ah. She, uh, her, her, her voice trails off into a scream. Uh, her body, for the most part, it crumbles into a cloud of dust. Uh, several objects drop, start dropping immediately. Uh, her armor, uh, her, uh, her armor starts dropping. Her, um, uh, her baton starts, uh, baton falls the hand mirror, <laughs> uh, the three little beads, uh, and uh, can I ask each of you to roll me a luck check, please? Okay. Eight. <laughs> Natural one, <laughs> but lucky. Woo! <laughs> Thirteen. Five. Okay. Um... One of them flings off course, uh, and it looks like it's about, it's going straight, like, as it's sailing, like, just come out, uh, because the, it's thrown out by the explosion of dust, it looks like it's sailing straight for Corzin, <laughs> um, but it manages to, it, like, it clinks off a bit of, uh, of ground, uh, of ground, uh, without, uh, uh, and then hits the wall and then explodes. Uh, so we we'll get to that in a moment. Oh no! The um, meanwhile, the other two, one mercifully just happens to land on one of the padded beds and does not explode. 
The other one uh, sma uh, uh, smashes right on the pillar, uh, uh, like on the protective glass around the pillar, uh, and sends a force exploding it outwards, <laughs> uh, not bowling over the hollow-eyed uh, 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 thralls, and then forming like a dome of force, sealing them in with the pillar. In a very bruised and, uh, and bloodied looking state. Uh, and I'll just roll for this. Okay. Uh, not immediately clear. Uh, in, um, and I'm going to say that the mirror lands. You can't tell immediately whether it's cracked, though. Uh, however, as that is happening, you also see uh, Scamp. Because I imagine you, uh, uh, like, you can react as this is going. You also see the uh, uh, the uh, edict start to fall as well. You have two more Eldritch Blasts. Um, I do. Any other targets you want? <laughs> How close to us is the, is the edict going to land? Uh, it looks like it's probably going to land uh, towards the... Uh, Ooh, honestly, kind of hard to say. Uh, roll me a quick intelligence check. <laughs> 16. You think oh it's going to land Look in you. the centre of the chamber. So, uh, so it'll probably cloak the this like anywhere outside of the tunnel. Like, you know, if you leave the tunnels and get into the chamber, anything in there is probably going to get hit by the, the effect. Might leave it be. <laughs> We're not okay. out there right now, are we? It was what? No one's yeah. out there. This that is, is true. true. Currently, no one is uh, is in the center area uh, that you care about. So it hit its hits the ground, um, and oh yeah, yeah. Because I've just described that it hits the ground at the same time as the blast uh, as one of the beads of force in the dead center. So it's tossed up slightly, hits the ground, and then is. And then the force uh, shield seals both the edict and all of the uh, thralls in. Oh no, I did with, a bad thing. In with the central pillar. Whoops. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll throw these other two at Magnus. <laughs> yeah, go for it. That sounds great. <laughs> Do that. Is a 20 and a 26 to hit? Uh, they both hit. <laughs> uh, roll damage. Kill him. There's a whole nine. Uh, okay. <laughs> you do nine points of damage to Magnus. Uh, um, no one's hit him with Radiant this turn, have they? No. Nah. Okay, uh, mm. then I will quicken a chill touch and try and hit him. Okay. This is going to be the one that misses. Fling the uh, uh, the the. Make uh, him. There's a sixteen. That uh, with armor, unless you want to try and bend your own fate. I can't. I can't okay, do it on myself, and, and I don't. Yeah, it's like inspiration. Ah, uh, good. That's fine. Uh, in which case, uh, that Balls. is. Balls! I just not want to stop him healing. <sighs> Uh, alas, he, uh, in his feral state, bats it out of the way. 
No, no can do. All right. So that is. I've actually written over Magnus's um, thing like so many times. I just. Hang on, lads. Erase that. Yeah. What about <laughs> this is a reminder for us as players because I've just remembered it. And we've all forgotten it. Got that nice sextant thing. What does sunlight? Yeah, I haven't forgotten that. Who's got it? Is it causing? Yeah. It wouldn't be me because, like, uh, if I uh, do a daylight spell, I'm blind. Yeah, I think I we discussed this. I'd give it to one of these. Oh, we did. Explicitly not cause it. Yeah. I don't think I've got it. Cool, I've got it. Celestia yeah. has it. There we go. So, Celestia, you have the sextant. And um, did we figure out how to use it? Uh, yes. Yeah. You, you basically thumb the runes uh, in the wrong I'm going to do that at Magnus. Uh, on yes. your turn? Yes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you said it, I'm sorry, you did the tone and I was confused. Cool. That's okay. Um, right, who's where? Oh yeah, sorry, they were Scamp's go. Uh, so Scamp, uh, yeah, you shoot Magnus. Uh, you, a couple of pink blasts uh, leave trails of dust from him. Uh, speaking of trails of dust, Fulvioli turns into a cloud of dust and you are and you see that cloud uh, rather than just settling harmlessly begins to flow towards one of the uh, one of the holes in the walls. Oh, she's oh shit. Really high up. Fucking full-blooded vampire. Uh, okay, so that is... Uh, yeah, well, the victory, fake victory is dead. Let's go, vampires. Hmm. Uh, Alright. So, fate. Uh, huh. Alright, so this is going to get a little bit weird. Uh, so, it's the half elves go, who is actually still alive. Just. Kind of impressive. Um, yeah, I think the. Still alive? Yeah, no. You, uh, uh, Corzin, you see as the smoke clears that she's like managed to drop, like scramble down to ground level. Uh, she looks, uh, she f- reaches up, grabs her head, and winces as the law comes back into effect. Looks around, uh, and uh, back up for a moment, and pegs it for one of the uh, uh, one of the door uh, uh, the the. the the escape tunnels. So yeah, she is just gonna she's just gonna try and flee. She's out of immediate sight. Yeah. Um she's not a vampire. <laughs> Can't say I blame her to be honest. <laughs> okay, uh that is uh her done let's do the three let's do the wrestlers. Uh wrestlers are gonna just try and Fuck shit up with Corzang. Yeah, all that disadvantage. Uh, Pete, Come on, let's have it. <laughs> why do. Remind me why they all have disadvantage. Because I have protection from evil and good on me, and that means. You do? Specifically. Good. Thank you. Yep. Okay, well, that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Squawking Mad uh, Chicken Pete is so Squawking Mad <laughs> that he ends up. Uh, <laughs> he ends up, like, shanking. Uh, the uh, shanking the orc. He's oh God! Uh, he's that squawking mad. Haven't we all been that squawking mad? And like slashes into like in his frenzied attack, slashes into the orc's back. Um, 
Yeah, the orc is not terribly happy about this state of affairs. Uh, 16 doesn't have your AC. Uh, okay, tries to swing at you, doesn't manage. Uh, ooh, nor does the mighty mangler. That, those, uh, th those minuses really, like, uh, th th those disadvantages really stack up. I think I've seen this edition of WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I would like to. <laughs> I would watch this. Yeah. Uh, however... They do all continue slowly sort of healing up. Okay. Uh, as they, uh, 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 despite their inability to strike you. Uh, Magnus has not taken any radiant damage in the last round. That's an important thing for me to remember. <laughs> uh, and is next to Celestia, who he is just going to try and bite. Uh, oh, he needs to. Does Ma Aura of Majesty go oh, no, down when gone. you go? Sorry, down? I should have yes, said yeah. It's um, a minute or until you're incapacitated. That day. Okay, really well, yeah. he uh, he's already got you in a grapple, and he, uh, and he's going to try and bite you again. Oh. Uh, that's yeah, it's a twenty-two. Oh, uh, so you take okay five points of piercing damage this time, plus oh. uh, no, no. Yeah, eleven points of necrotic. Still up, bitches. <laughs> and again, lower your maximum by eleven. As he heals the damage, that damage. Cool. Uh, and then is just going to try reach with his other uh, with his other hand, and just. Uh, tries to repeat the trick he tried before of tearing your throat out uh, which I think a different vampire did to you previously of trying to tear your throat possibly, out possibly yeah 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 it was one uh, of the previous lot but that's only an 11 oh yeah that does so hit. he yeah, so so having seen the vampires try this trick before you the fuck no <laughs> yeah you pull away and he doesn't manage to connect uh, he does however like continue to heal at the end of his round uh, so he uh, you've continuously laid damage into Magnus, but he keeps like he's like he oh, seems to regenerate radiant. faster than the others. Yeah. All right, uh, Colt LeBay is uh, under the circumstances, staying next to you and holding action. Uh, given how this has gone, victory. Uh, yeah, Victory, I think, is just going to pile on damage at this point. She's, you know, she's just going to hit. So, save from Magnus. Okay, Magnus saves. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Right. Du, 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 du. Okay, Mag uh, Victory launches a lightning bolt. Uh, Magnus ducks out of the way of the worst of it, but still takes another 14 points of damage. Uh, let's go carry on to Corson. Okay. Um, Corson, like, of the, um, uh, the three that I've got around me right now, like, uh, is Chicken Pete the more injured Most of the three? Yeah. Right, okay. What I'm going to do then is I am going to, uh, 
pull out one of my uh, pistols and cast Conjure Barrage and angle it at such a uh, uh, in such a way that it goes kind of like up and over the heads of everybody else. Because I'm imagining like w w where we are, we're kind of like over the top of the uh, the rest of the people who are uh, down in the the main area yeah, right yeah you are cool so you kind of shoot up but basically yeah i'm just angling it yeah, so yeah. i don't hit any of my and allies chicken pete is uh i mean you're well away from the allies but yeah you actually you have no chance of hitting the the, the innocent quotation marks innocent thralls anyway because they're protected by a force field this was my thought like even if oh, that did that's a... actually a good point yeah i said that one of those things exploded next to you uh and it I was above me about yeah it. It explodes above you. Uh, roll a luck check, please. Okay. Uh, actually, no, you rolled the luck check. Roll a deck save, please. Deck save, okay. And I'll do the same for them. Actually, they have a tattoo, so they've presumably got that. 13. Okay, it's fine. You uh, you avoid being encapsulated by the sphere. So mm -hmm. what's now happened is, uh, like, directly, weirdly, the bit above you is like encapsulated in like this sphere of force so like you've got this bizarre cover from above but i'll say that you uh kind of go down on one knee and shoot up with the barrage excellent so, okay this is a deck save from chicken peak yes that will be a dc yeah no he, he fails all right cool <laughs> okay okay right so they all take um Sixteen piercing damage. Nice, and because it's from your magical pistol, it yep. counts. So. All right. So the okay, it riddles through uh, Chicken Pete and the orc, uh, leaving holes and bits of dust splintering through them. What is the maximum range of Conjure Barrage, please? 60 foot cone. Okay. It is not quite enough to hit the distant ceiling directly. No. Which is one of the things I was checking. Yeah, no. Uh, Thought about few, that. <laughs> a few balls, like, ping off the ceiling, leaving a, a, a few and, and little chips of... Uh, of stone rain down in places, but you don't do any significant damage to it. Yeah, I mean, given the range of the um, uh, the weapon I was using uh, typically, the fall-off is really quite significant. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, so that is... Uh, that's your turn, I believe. Yep. move or anything, good. Uh, uh, Celestia. Um, it's time for the sextant of sunshine. Yep. Sunshine, okay. sextant! Yep. Yeah. You activate the sextant. So Time for you to shut the fuck up again. <laughs> so as you hold up the, yes. uh, the graduating arm of the sextant, this uh, curved piece of sunstone, you thumb down the runes, and it's when you look at the sunstone, it's like there's like a little glint of light caught in it. Like something is, like, like you've just, it's just caught the light, but even if there's no light source it just permanently catches a little bit of sunlight and you see that light grow glow for a moment and then bursting from between the gaps in your fingers from the edge of the sextant real golden sunlight blazes in every direction 
Uh, so it's coming straight out of the hole in the wall that you are in and mm -hmm. into the central dome, as well as down uh, as at that uh, Magnus at everything within sixty. And it's brightest within 60 feet. Mm -hmm. So it's not quite hitting the very furthest edges of the dome. Um, but it... Uh, 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 of, the, uh, of the dome. In fact, I said this thing's like 120 feet wide. So it's going halfway along the... Halfway through the main room. Mm -hmm. um, but it does mean... Every vampire starts Heck screaming. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm just checking the note here. So this needs to be in... I think it's just as soon as it makes contact with sunlight. Is there a rule on this one? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, it's technically when it starts its turn, but I'm just going to say every one of them starts screeching and screaming as the sunlight begins, at like causing dust to like filter and fade out of uh, like and away from them it's like it's being it's almost like it's blowing them away uh including the paralyzed vampires next to you who begin turning to dust in place still held paralyzed by the sun uh, by the uh, the stakes uh all right so what happens here is uh, yeah, any other actions you want to take? Your current, uh, you can't take any other actions. You've got bonuses. You're grappled, so you can't move um, without breaking the grapple. Breaking a grapple's an action, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to kick my heel up from the dollar phone then to a healing word for self care reasons. <laughs> Seems fair. Excellent. Yeah, yep. Nice. We approve. Juicy big one. Okay, so. Uh, this is particularly interesting because as the sunlight is flaring vampires across throughout the chamber have started to wake but they but clearly whatever process of awakening them is not fully finished yet because they begin thrashing and rolling in place like their bodies aren't fully functioning yet mm -hmm. like they try and scramble and get up but parts of them aren't responding it seems that you've managed, like, these vampires are not fully cooked yet. Mm. Ooh. Uh, and the sunlight is hitting them especially hard. I will just continue holding this up. Yeah. Basically. Uh, I picture that I kind of click my heel up to my healing word and then just keep holding it up so that it's as exposed as it can be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is. That is your turn. Uh, the thralls cower. They don't seem to be affected by the sunlight, though. Good. Yeah. Uh, beyond, like, squinting and screaming and clutching their heads as they suffer increasing uh -oh. headaches from being unable to harm uh, Magnus or... Whoop. <laughs> um, okay. That brings us to the top of the round. The Quakers uh, gathering at the edges of the... Uh, of the... Uh, of the chamber... Seeing the, the chaos, the screaming, the rumbling, and bereft of any commands, look at each other and kind of go. <laughs> That's a good noise. And then begin. 
and then think. start <laughs> shuffling back down the caves. Is it like in the dark crystal? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was putting I'm, my yeah. head yeah. yeah, that's that exactly sound. where my brain was going. Big dark yeah. crystal energy. Like, they kind of just raise their heads and bay. And bay. Some of them begin shuffling away. Um, they're yeah, without without Fulviola to control them, uh, they end doing shit. They're just big mole friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Magnus doesn't have uh, Magnus doesn't have the intelligence to control them like this at Aha. this point. <laughs> um, okay, Scamp, top of the round. Uh, you are in a very, very bright chamber uh, uh, tunnel with uh, with uh, everyone except Corzin. Um, okay. What do I want to do here? <laughs> I've got advantage on strength, so I kind of want to break the Celestia 3, but on the other hand, my strength is still shit. I mean, you're big enough <laughs> to pick Magnus up and sort of like whack him around puny god style, right, aren't you? <laughs> My strength is still nine. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> At that scale, that's worrying. I mean, you have advantage on any strength checks. Yeah, that but I'm still I'm at minus still one. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> so even with advantage, I'm still minus one. It's not. It's not good. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I guess now he's in sunlight. He's not going to be healing. So damage might just be a better. Probably a sensible idea, yeah. Um, I'm gonna shock and grasp him because I get advantage on that. Okay. <laughs> because of his metal stuff. And how often do we fight people in armor? That's true. Uh, 25 to hit. Uh, hits, roll damage. And finally, a decent damage roll on some d8s. Um, 18 lightning. Okay. Uh, yeah, you blast it. Uh, uh, you blast uh, scars across Magnus's uh, armor and flesh, leaving dust in its wake. And how many sorcery points do I have worth? Maths. Um. I will quicken one more. Um, maybe this will hit this time. One more chill touch. Okay. Can you double up cantrips like that? Uh, I think I you can. Them, yeah. I can. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah, I could yeah. do a cantrip and a spell, or two cantrips in a round if that's one is a bonus action. Cool, go for it. Um, so I will. Yeah, use till. That is a twenty-nine to hit for once. That hits. Um, this uh, is not going to do as much damage, I assume, or possibly none, because it will be necrotic. Um, that is a whole seven. Uh, um, yeah, okay. But he will have disadvantage against me until the end of my next turn, and he cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Excellent. Nice. Uh, yeah, Magnus can, like, it grabs hold of Magnus, and it's not you see some of the dust like form and scatter but it's not as effective as it would have been on a living person okay. however and it I does still connect. Oh, worth a try yeah um the 
the ring on Magnus's finger, by the way, is like glowing like a second like sun thing as it's but trying. The sun's still affecting. It's him. still affecting him. It's just like you get the sense that it's slowing the rate at which uh, he's burning Thank away. Thank you for the reminder that that existed. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is uh, that's Scamp's turn, uh, and at the end of your turn, two D one hundreds, please. Oh boy. Forty-nine mm-hmm. and eighty-one. Uh, okay, your your future is either instant or uh, mute. Uh, not that one. Mm. Not that one. Okay, uh, you are filled with a surge of uh, of power, and you can take an additional action immediately. Oh heck yeah! Oh lovely. Um, Kill the vamp. <laughs> <laughs> or do, do I mean? <laughs> actually, I was going to say, can I cast the spell? I can. Yeah. Because I did. I have cast two cantrips, so yep. even that's not even a question. Um, I, I might use tides again. Cool. Do it. Um, and I'm gonna get myself advantage on. Let me just check. I've got this level. Where did I write that down? <laughs> I do still have a fifth level. Uh, okay. I'll do a fifth level chromatic orb because fuck it. Let's see if I can All hit. Right. Just knock my microphone over at the same time. That's fine. Yay! <laughs> oh, good. One of those was rubbish uh, but that the other one was a 19 i've rolled a lot of 19s tonight so that's a 29 to hit excellent uh yeah rolls damage so uh, uh, hits roll damage i'm not going to do acid this time because i was worried about hitting I'm, i know mechanically it won't splash but celestia's mm. right there and i'm and scamps worried yeah Fair. Uh, so i will do um yeah, we'll do thunder damage. No, that's that's that makes things shake. I won't do that because I don't want a tunnel to fall on me. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I'll do cold damage. Fuck it. Okay. An icy an icy orb strikes him in the chest. And uh, fifth, uh, that is seven of these. Freezes. Murder time. <laughs> time for murder. Oh, we all crave violence. <laughs> Ooh, there's a few eights in there at last. Um, 16, 27, 33. 33. Nice. All right. Uh, despite his preternatural healing up to this point, uh, you get the uh, Magnus is starting to actually show uh, the injuries from this fight. The repeated acid burns, the wet, uh, parts of his uh, of his skin freezing, uh, uh, freezing and splintering, and sections just blowing away uh, like like uh, as dust is, uh, uh, filters off him in the sunlight are all starting to take their toll. He's not out of this fight yet, but for the first time, you look you feel like you're actually manage, uh, managing to really uh, seriously hurt him. Mm-hmm. The sunlight's still working, yeah? The sunlight's still working. Cracking. It's just going. 
Mm. It just it's just going to keep going for as long as uh, for as long as it's able to make it go. Cracking. Uh, it's good. on now. Mm. Um, the that brings us to the end of Scamp's turn. Uh, the vampires, squawking mad, chicken Pete gives one last <laughs> before the sunlight turns him just into a cloud of dust. Amazing. Um, his uh, he collapses uh, to the ground. Uh, the dust uh, splinter uh, just spraying over you and everything around him the uh tiger claw type uh, like weapons clinking uh to the ground around him as well uh the other two vampires hiss uh from just the terrible burns that they are taking from uh sunlight and are both going to try and flee uh, into the relative darkness of the tunnel past you, Corzin. Uh, self, they, they, they have minds again, and self-preservation is a thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can take an attack of opportunity against either the Mighty Mangler, Mighty Mighty Mangler, or Vampire Orc at your discretion, if you wish. Mm, I'll go for the Mangler. <laughs> okay. Roll <laughs> attack. Okay, that's gonna be a 27. And damage, please. Uh, that is 11 slashing damage. Okay, uh, finish the mighty, mighty mangler. Okay. I imagine as he's, like, running past me, I just sort of reap the leg from under him, and as he's um, toppling forward, just um, slice down on the back of his neck, taking the head off. Okay, yep. You slice uh, across the head... Doily mask and all flees, flies into the air before crumbling to dust, uh, as does the rest. Uh, his body manages a few more steps before crumbling to dust as well. Uh, the orc, meanwhile, takes the opportunity to just fucking peg it down <laughs> the. Uh, uh, yeah, the, fair. yeah, no, just 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 running uh, at this point, trying to get to safety. Feeling uh, the squeeze. Yeah, I'm going to say you can just faintly see him at the end of the corridor, uh, like towards the end of the corridor, running like 60 feet from you in the opposite direction, <laughs> away from this. Uh, right, Magnus is a bestial creature filled with rage. He has self-preservation and he also uh, wants you dead. Uh, so he he's going to do what, he, what he's been doing thus far and oh, try no. and sink his teeth into you. Uh, oh, that one we I don't get think. hit points back, but again. Scamp's thing. Scamp's thing prevents him from regenerating hit points. Not that he knows that, but he can't get no, hit points back. that's a good back. thing. Uh, 15. Um, 16. Okay. So I've got my coat on, which I think I have. You do. Uh, so no he, reason I wouldn't. He bites uh, once, but with uh, uh, without much success. Uh, the second he cannot make uh, his second attack must not be a bite attack if his first one was uh, but he is going to just claw at you instead uh, yeah that one hits, that's 23 oh yeah, 100% um, so still in, in his grip he balls a fist uh, and is just going to sucker punch you in the gut uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
he does. It's only eight bludgeoning uh, uh, damage. Though. Only eight, he says. Is it, enough to, <laughs> is it enough to down you? No. Cool. Then it's only eight. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> it's um, like being level one. Not quite like being level one. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. Uh, Actually, now it's like being level one. Anyway. Uh, what else are you going to do? Uh, he is going to... Nope, that's it for this turn. All right. Uh, he is going to... Uh... How, how insane is he feeling? Uh, no, he, he thinks his best chance is just holding on to you, even though you've got the sun. So, uh, that's the end of Magnus's turn. He does not regenerate any hit points because Woo! he's in fucking sunlight. Uh, Actual proper, that... honest-to-goodness sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, low bay. Uh... Fun in the sun with Magnus Redfox. How, how, how fucked is Celestia looking right now? Oh, like, real bad. Like, like single figures bad. Low bay... Uh, takes, uh, seems to glance between crossbow and hand and uh, grabs hold of you again, the bloodhound. She is my favourite. Uh, sorry, yeah, she uh, she grabs hold of you. The bloodhound uh, uh, kind of snuffles up against you, conveying as much uh, magical healing as it can manage. Uh, that is an additional seven hit points. That's actually quite a big difference. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I can't do the, do much more of this. She warns. Oh, really? Thank you. Hooray. Okay, uh, victory is uh, just focused on, I think, just end, trying to end this as quickly as she can. Uh, so she's going to just got limited single target spells but she can manage it uh she's going to point blank lightning bolt magnus again hooray uh and this time uh as she does this there is uh like her hair really like sparks up with uh lightning and it feels and although he he actually pull tries to uh it this time for his dodge he drags you in the path of the lightning, forcing her to adjust it at the last minute, so uh, it doesn't strike as as bad as badly as it normally would. But she did that seventh level. <laughs> fuck it at this point. Okay, halves to twenty-three lightning damage. She does manage to blast out a little portion of his side, leaving it dusty and uh, unfragmented. How bad's he looking? Um, not as bad as Fulviola was looking ch- shortly before she was turned to dust. Cool. Uh, but he is wet, being worn down piece by piece. Uh, you feel if a couple more powerful spells might take him down. And also the ring's making a difference, right? Uh, the ring is, is slowing the rate at which the sunlight is destroying him. Uh, okay, that brings us to Causing. Okay. Um, Causing. You... Yes, sorry, go on. Uh, so, available, just, to, just a reminder, in terms of available targets, there is the orc vampire that is in the process of running away. Yeah. We'll get away from you next round. Uh, 
there is presumably judging from where the sunlight is going magnus and uh, and uh, celestia and all of that happening as well you will need if you want to try and shoot at magnus and so on you are going to need to move into a position that will take you out of line of sight of the orc right okay and um uh, chicken pete is out of the picture gone right yep as is magma yep no longer squawking mad yeah (laughs) squawked his last squawk (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I've got multiple attacks, so yeah, I'm gonna um, uh, shoot off one um, one attack against the uh, the retreating orc. So I'll do that. Okay, roll that attack. Yeah, uh, he's like sixty feet from me. Yeah. Right. Okay, I'll do this with the uh, the carbine then. Okay. All right, that is a twenty-four to hit. It hits. Carbine is non-magical, if I remember correctly. Uh, true. Yes, it is. Cool, that's fine. Roll damage. Um, that is 15 damage. Okay, even halved, it's enough. Uh, you shoot him dead through the heart, and he turn, uh, turns into a cloud of smoke, kind of uh, dust collapsing from the inside out. Right, then I'm going to move forward and uh, take my second shot against... Um, Magnus himself moving my hunter's or slayer's prey to him. Okay. You feel a moment of pressure as a headache begins to build, but uh, one that's very likely about to be released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's an 18 to hit. Really funny. Uh, Yeah, that hits actually just about. Okay. Um, Okay, so that is. Huh. Uh, that is uh, seven percussive and a further two, so nine total. Uh, cool. Non-magical. Yeah. The yeah, that's fine. All right, you f- you do manage. It does connect, uh, uh, and you see Magnus barely react as the uh, bullet strikes him in the back of the head. All right. Can I use the rest of my movement to get uh, down as close as I can to melee with him? Uh, getting up to melee will—you uh, won't be able to on this turn. Yeah, I, I didn't figure I would, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be moving in you, that you, direction. There's a path where you can like clamber up against objects and rocks and make your way up there because you ignore difficult terrain. Yep. Uh, all right, Celestia. Um, so I don't know what it is about this villain in particular that makes me want to do really, really fucked up things. Go on, <laughs> do it. I think, I think Celestia is just real mad. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a question. It's, it's maybe one of my worst D&D questions ever. Um, how much of an action is it? And like, what is it mechanically, etc., to bite someone's finger off? Um, Ooh. So I'm gonna say because uh, he's know... got his hands yeah, yeah, like yeah. round my throat, right, and he's got a ring on. Improvised yeah. melee attack. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, yeah. So this is basically uh, it's it's an improvised melee attack uh, doing bite damage, basically. So I will let you. Yeah, I'm just not hot enough on mechanics to like That's know okay. that off the top of my head. Uh, what, I think you can either pick Dex or or. or Straight uh, or strength as your base for this. Dex plus please. proficiency. Dex plus proficiency yeah. and just D twenty plus that. Yeah. Cool. 
that's not good. And um, that is a uh, 13. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot how to do everything. Uh, Scam, you still got a reaction, haven't you? I do. You're getting those tingles. <laughs> it's it's slight, but it's the, very technically slim, the it? hand the hand isn't armoured. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do still have a couple of sorcery points. Fuck it. Where's my D4? Nah, that's a one. Ah, bugger. Okay. You snap uh, with your teeth, uh, like trying to, trying to get uh, to get uh, uh, to get hold of it. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that can? There's not really anything that can bend in your favor, but you know what? Can't give myself inspiration. You can't give yourself inspiration. um, But you know what? Roll two d one hundred, scamp. Oh boy. This is one of those chances where we might see whether luck can, uh, can uh, whether just like sheer chance can intervene or not. Fifty-six is... and seventy-two. Yeah. I mean, I I can't give myself inspiration. Uh, uh, somebody else can. <laughs> you can't. Right. DM inspiration. DM inspiration on this one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I have a nasty, I have a nasty Faustine bargain for you. (laughs) Um, If you take 72, but invert the effect, (laughs) uh, I will let you roll Ben Fate again for free. Yeah, fuck it. Absolutely. Okay. What did you get? Uh, three. That's enough to hit no his way. arm. <laughs> so it takes it to sixteen. It's just enough. By the way, I wasn't trying to be cheeky about DMspiration. I just—you looked like you wanted something. Oh, I, I thought I'd remind you it was a thing. Yep, it is. <laughs> uh, and this is—it's too cool a moment not to. Okay. So the trade-off here, uh, like you just force scamp try and force like the like uh magnus's finger to just be a little bit closer in the moment enough that your nose starts bleeding and you Ah. feel your flesh become weirdly almost it feels almost spongy you have damage vulnerability to everything for the next minute oh god take double damage from any source that's terrible um absolutely Uh, Fingers crossed we might be near the end of the fight, though. Uh, I could have had damage resistance to everything, but this is more fun. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So much more fun. uh, Celestia, first of all, you do... uh, You only... Technically, you only do one point of damage to Magnus himself. Because it's the strength of your jaws. However, what you also managed to do is successfully golem him. That's (laughs) what I was going for. As you clamp your jaws down and pull um like gnawing uh, uh having to gnaw in like a deeply unpleasant way as you feel like the bits of finger of gristle and finger turn to dust in your mouth Ooh, <laughs> oh. and you wrench off the finger uh 
the finger itself turns to just completely to ash. I spit it. Uh, uh, but <coughs> you have now caught in your mouth between your teeth the silvery daylight, uh, silvery ring, and the daylight begins to burn Magnus all the harder. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was a fucking action. That was like an action. That was your attack. That was your <laughs> like action. surely. Uh, but yeah, Magnus is no longer resistant to radiant damage. Is it worth? Yeah, I I love self care. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna do another little healing word. We're gonna leave it a reasonably small one, but I'm gonna do one because I think it might keep me up another turn if it comes to it. Okay. I know that I haven't broken this grapple yet, but there's just been more important. Things it's a whole to action. Just we're just gonna kill the it's guy. A it's a whole fine. action. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not worth yeah. it when you're this late in a fight, you know. Uh, okay, the thralls uh, scream. That's a non-terrible healing uh, word. Some of them pass out. Uh, I'm scan. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this guy. <laughs> and the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> I mean, it means I can do tides again now, doesn't it? Yep, yep, it does. <laughs> and he's in sunlight, so he can't recover hit points. Yeah. Nope. So I don't need to chill touch him. No, you don't need to do that. Um, yeah. He won't be recovering anyway, so that's something. I mean, um, if he sucked my blood, he might, but... yeah. But his rege- his normal regeneration is sustained. Yeah. I could just right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hit him with something, and then decide whether I'm gonna quicken and try and do another thing. <laughs> um, I swear we haven't had an NPC that won't fucking die like this since fucking Sabrina. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. It's it's the same vibe, you know. It really is. And yeah. I'm running out of spells, and I'm just going to hope we get a nap after this, maybe. I think we're gonna have to. Yeah. Maybe. Like. Like we can't be running I've, off to. I've actually doing, got a couple yeah. of big things. There've just been other things to attend to, bizarrely. So I guess I'm going to tide another tide another uh, chromatic orb. Um, working okay. my way through damages, I I could try something that actually cold works and isn't going to hurt Celestia. Yep. So we're going to try that, but first we have to hit. Um, I'm going to do a stupidly big one because fuck it. Oh, that's another fucking 19 on the dice. What is going on with this? Okay, <laughs> so that's a, another 29 to hit. Um, I need 8d8. That's 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Um, that's not blue. 10, 16, 20. But that really, that can't be. That's terrible. It's only a 23. Ooh, 23 is not quite enough. You blast, uh, I'm going to say though, this time, you blast a hole, uh, like, uh, the, the ice, uh, just shatters the center of Magnus's uh, armor 
Um, it blows uh, portion, like it, it splinters portions of him, turning to dust, uh, uh, like swirling away. Uh, expo like his chest is blasted open. You can see amongst his ribs, like his dr his withered, dry, beating heart uh, exposed. And whether it's through, actually, wait, was that twenty three? Yeah. Cool. You know what? Uh, no, I just did the maths on this. His dry, withered, beating heart is exposed, um, and he turns and sink, uh, turns and pulls Celestia close, going for one last bite. No, 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 no. Uh, <sighs> yeah, if you've if you've got like a bonus action, yeah, if you if you've got that bonus cantrip or anything. Yeah, I am going. I have. Do it, do it, do it. Um, sorry, sixteen. I have two hit, two sorcery points left. I can okay. Them. Do um, it because <laughs> uh, it is it is only two sorcery points to quicken one. Uh, so I yep. will do a shocking grasp because okay, uh, it's a straight got, attack. Go oh, for it. Is he not got metal on him anymore? He's just been blown away, but he is also no longer wearing armor because he's got the giant holding. So it's a bit easier to. I don't trust any of these dice. Bloody has another 19. It's on a different dice as well. Okay. <laughs> what is with these 19s? Roll damage. <laughs> Not questioning it right now. <laughs> um, but it is 11. All right. Um, as you reach out with your giant hand, like, uh, before you can sit at, like, at tear Celestia's throat out, the... I'd like to pull out his heart, please. She just goes, oh, Yeah, you know. reach in and hand crackling with lightning, you grab hold of his withered leathery heart and yank it out. Dust sprays out of the, like, vein. <laughs> like, the fucking ale, torn aorta. Um, as he screeches. Uh, in sunlight. I will add, because that's totally what you've done, um, <laughs> and turns to, uh, 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 yep, yep, provided it isn't in sunlight or rainwater, it's in sunlight, uh, and turns to dust, and as the dust is caught in, in the sun, it glows uh, and shimmers. And you see a spirit, uh, uh, like Moon, uh, uh, like Celestia. You see a spirit formed in the shape of Magnus, reaching out in desperation, clawing, and then just sort of being almost erased by the sunlight, turning into little more than faint black wisps that are slowly pulled into the spirit trap. Um, I'm gonna, if you'll allow me a, a bit of narrative, like Please, folding yeah, things up, I, I, would love I will that. say that in the next few, uh, uh, before the uh, before the sun uh, stone uh, fades, which because it lasts about a minute, you take it towards the center of the chamber and hold it up, from which it is able to hit every one of these vampire corpses yep. stuffed into the wall. Stumble into the middle, covered in blood, and hold it up, yeah. Um, the vampires yes. who weren't hit before screech as they come into wakefulness and turn to, uh, and are struck by the sunlight, 
withering, turning to dust, and then crumbling. Where they where they crumble to dust in the sunlight, much as with Magnus, the light catches them and they gleam and glitter before fading. Uh, the spirits pulled out of them and into the into the spirit trap. Uh, by you also watch as in each case where they one where they are scrambling and struggling, their bodies turn to dust. The bone and like the ones that were had their heads cut off uh, at the start, their bones fall in place, but then the bones too gleam with golden sunlight. So that spirit traps I might have to have been scamp that's gone into the middle. Uh, interestingly, as you get into the center, you don't feel don't it feel pulling it. hard. There's okay. the faintest tug oh, as I you get then. close. Okay. Um, but you actually can't get right up next to it because there's the giant uh, hamster wall <laughs> force blocking you with all of the now unconscious uh, figures. Interestingly, uh, your headache has cleared up um, because, well, Magnus is as harmed as he can possibly get. Yeah, like what happens to the law when that person ceases to yeah. be? Yeah, <laughs> it seems that this is enough to deactivate it. Um, but yeah, the the uh, as you hold the sunstone aloft, all of the bodies crumble. Uh, and turn into dust, and the dust evaporates away. Into the trap, or away? Uh, just away. The dust... Oh, uh, spirits escape and are pulled into the trap, just almost like by... Um, just as if it's the natural way they're flowing. But all of the dust seems to just vanish. Uh, it's as if it's being burned out of existence by the light of the sun. Okay. Phew. The... There is a moment where you are... where you just experience the silence and the distant sound of breathing from each of you in various ragged states. Ow. Ow. I was right. (sighs) Am I small again now or am I still big? After about a minute which has, uh, has elapsed with the sunlight. Oh, good. Oh. I was worried that it'd last a long time and we'd have to figure out how to get you out of here. You wouldn't have felt the tunnels. Really hoping it w- I was really hoping it'd be permanent. That would have been really fun. I have a terrible question. Oh, no. What is it? What are these, what are these beds for? There is a cough. <coughs> and... You see stumbling, like, horrifically injured. Um, they're, like, using, grabbing hold, of, like, she's got hold of, um, like, a, like, a broken piece of furniture or something. He's using it as a crutch. The half-elf uh, in the servant's outfit 
stumbles back into the room from uh, from where she uh, from the tunnel she'd hidden in. <laughs> Hello. They were four converting people like us. She says, looking at you, Celestia, and Corzin, and Lobey, and your spirits. Oh. Oh, that's fucked. Uh, He's gone. He's... Tell me he's gone. He's gone. You're free now. Was he... I kind of tapped the side of my head. She nods, shuddering. I'm I'm sorry. Come over here. Um, Do you need healing? Yes. Come here. I'll help. She Um, stumbles. I give her a healing word. Boop. It seems to ease some of her, her pains and aches a little. Thank you. She stumbles onto a bed. The fall, uh, the balls of force also collapse at this point. Uh, and she looks at the fallen figures. Um, so, if any of you are a medic, you might please uh, check them over. We, we have a Born surgeon it. there, and I've, I've got a bit more healing, Corzin, if you need it, just direct me. Corzin, you look them over, uh, a cursory check t- informs you they are unconscious probably will be for a while Mm -hmm. uh but they but it doesn't they don't seem to be suffering very permanent damage of any kind okay i put them into the recovery position and leave them be (laughs) yeah you Uh, help there what's what's your name let's start there liava good to meet you she nods I... When you say converting, could you explain that? He um, found people like us who could see things and would bring us down here, lure us or kidnap us and leave us close to that. thing she gazes just pure hatred at the pillar until uh, just wrenching at our wrenching at our cause and worst was when he would he would look at you and override your will and You'd resist. You'd resist for a long time, but... You can't forever. He just... He just made you admire him. And... And even when you... Even when you were away, you... Would... You'd do what you thought he wanted you to do, because... He rationalised it. He was protecting you. He was looking out for you he was you made up all sorts of reasons and worst was that she looks uh she spits at the set like partly broken edict on the ground he he could just reach in and merge your mind with his 
when you were there and you'd submit, of course you would. He, you know, he was the master. You, of course he was wiser. Of course you should just let him, let her become, just, just become an extension of him. He would. He ca- he he wanted our eyes, our sight. He couldn't see. He he see he couldn't see them, but we could, and he could see through our eyes. Right. Were all these that, people? I point at the thralls. We're all. We all have have this sight. Right. So and you were. You were sight for him. And he would send some of us up to the surface to look for others with spirits look for people like us and lure them down and trap them and what would again converting what does that mean everything I've said to make us willing to be his vessels to accept him projecting his will through us becoming puppets for him and Shaping spirit for him. The monster that came out of that. Yeah, how did that work? Are those spirits from you? They were from all around. From a lot of people. All around the city, I, I, I would, I believe. I've been here the longest, but I'm by no, I was by no means the first. How long have you I'm been just... here? I've been his for at least 80 years. Shit. Regent, damn it. Shit. And I know there were others before me. Countless others. It... Weaving spirit like that is draining and it burns through us what was he trying to do with it he'd call it craft the craft there were ways he knew to shape spirit through creations of metal and artifice and magic and wizardry but with us, we could shape spirit by will. We could do the kind of magic they did, but also we could bind them into into objects, make they were create, turn them into another source of materials for his craft. He would talk sometimes, but more I know this just from remembering his thoughts, how he, how he thought, the way he thought. I don't. I'm not linked to him anymore. I don't have access to his memories, but I remember him remembering. I remember him thinking, and. He thought it was how these 
how the giants did it. They would take people with the sight and have them craft from spirit. So it was essentially a crafting material. Using people. Yeah, basically. We were his tools. How much of you is in that pillar, my darling? The spirits... The spirit who journeyed with me when I was young is... Long, long gone. I'm sorry. You don't even realize your mind isn't your own until it's until he until his presence is gone i feel like i've been screaming in the depths of my soul this whole time and and i couldn't even hear it if she will commit me i telegraph quite heavily i just put a hand on her shoulder mm. she if she doesn't want she it, I don't, little, but, but then tries to relax into it. You get about a few seconds before she shakes her head. But I stop touching her immediately. And give her a bit of space. I don't... She looks at the edict. I don't know if he stole that or if he made it. Hard to know. Uh, I think the law might, as it is now, might be his. The... Hmm. By the way, this is a side thing. Um, Yeah, no, 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 that's kicked in. So, uh, she frowns and shrugs. I don't know. I wasn't some I wasn't always connected to him, but I he charmed so many people. Um just not as deeply as he did to us. They but everyone who spent enough time with him just all he needed was a look and if he met eyes with you enough times over a long enough period he'd make you admire him and I think I think it worked on everyone Mm. everyone high in society more or less magistrates even they're potent, but they, they're in a way as vulnerable as anyone else. She's got enough time, anyone is. They wouldn't. Mm. He even got Jeffrey. <laughs> Fucking dude. Says well. Jeffrey, kind of emerges from, uh, interestingly, uh, crawls out from a little stone grate hidden in the floor. Jeffrey, where have you been? He pulls at it a little bit, tries to lever it up with the um, uh, with it with his stick. It's a bit, a bit 
bit difficult for him to move. Uh, does anyone want to give him a hand? Yeah, yeah I will go I'll help Jeffrey. Okay, you pull outside the grate and you find a, a tiny little space, almost like a little crawl space underneath. And reaching in, uh, you find a small wrapped bit of cloth. And inside it, there is just the... F- there is about half the broken, ancient, withered skull of a dwarf. Hmm. Just faded from time. Hmm. Huh. That's him. Who? Magnus. That's the real him. I'm sorry, what? He kept half a skull somewhere else? He had a trick i remember him thinking about it when he remembered the rules always hide your truth lest the sun unmake it or lest someone find it and unmake it he if he i think however you however you destroyed him that that light i think that ended him for good but anything else he would have come back to the skull to his to his skull and returned it's the last piece of him um would you like to break it we have some good splashy things seems fitting and I that help hand them the belaying pin if they want it (laughs) have a brick nothing more she steps it takes the skull and belaying pin and Takes a moment to sift through some dust on the floor. Pulls out, takes a small key from amidst the remnants of Fulviola's armor, and unlocks the sky glass dome. Places the skull on it, and with a scream, smashes into the skull and the pillar repeatedly uh, again and again until you see it cr- the skull splinters into smithereens the, uh, the, uh, the pillar cracks and a torrent of spirits bursts free from it uh, many yes many dark but many more of different colours and feel feelings surging up through the stone above. How many does it look like? Is it as many as the first one? As many as the first one. Countless hundreds. You've been down there a long time. We had others in other places. I know where they are. I I will. I will hunt them down and destroy them. They must be destroyed. We've destroyed, um, we, we found his his blueprints. Uh, they're, they're gone. He was going to, he was so filled with rage at you, he was going to kill everyone in the city just to get back at you. This was the start of an army. Mm. She gestures at the <sighs> faint remnants of dust. That makes a horrible sort of sense. Um, I'd still do it again. Yeah. I'm glad you did, but 
We came... We came so close to destruction. I... I think you've saved all of us. Everyone in the city. Fuck. And all of us as well. Oh, this, this man was insane. This was insane. Yes. Um... Terrible question, but is there anything that he made with spirits? Yeah, so there's like lots of stuff on the floor here. Is... I can, I think I can find it all. Um, any, but because most... I just maybe I think that maybe that should go or be in a safe place or something. Um, I just and a voice echoes through the chamber. And such a thing will be taken care of. And you turn and you mm -hmm. see, stepping into the chamber is a magistrate in the red and black outfit, flanked by a series of surprisingly quiet enforcers. Hmm. You're late. We're like very 800 late. years late. We followed a breach of the law that occurred above this place and descended down. However, for the last few minutes, you have been within reach of the law. The magistrate holds up a, uh, an edict which you can see says, you must not lie. And your words are clearly truthful. Furthermore, we can see evidence of what is has occurred here. We are gravely disturbed at how long this individual has been pulling the wool over our eyes. As well you should be. Being disturbed is a fucking start. Yeah. You think a lot of yourselves here, you know? You talk about this civilised, law-abiding society. Look what you fucking missed. I hope you all stop going on about how fucking great it is here and actually start looking after people. What the fuck are you all doing? Like, why are there, why are there fucking segregated restaurants and why is that? also meticulously managed but when people are taking the piss not feeding people enough <laughs> on their basic dailies you're fucking ignoring it and when this shit is happening not that fucking far down under your city you don't fucking notice what the fuck is the point of your stupid fucking law what I'm... the fuck is the point of you and you hear another voice call out from behind them the point is that they are free to choose their own society. And the magistrate, uh, uh, the magistrate looks back a little surprised, uh, visibly shocked, at the appearance of a meek-looking figure in blue, in blue-green robes, with a slightly droopy moustache. The Passport Administrator, Bar Singh, steps forward. 
and the uh, the magistrate goes, "We leave us, of course." They, the magistrate and all the enforcers bow very low mm. and step away. Didn't have a fucking rock garden to attend to then, did you? You sounded very busy when we last talked. Are you the law bearer? Barsing inclines his head. How could you let this happen? I'm disappointed. (laughs) Would you like the full story? Of why you sat at your fucking passport desk while this was happening? Yes, start fucking talking. I want to hear it. Go on. Very well. He glances around the very the conscious figures and seems to considers for a moment. Where, uh, looks at uh, looks at um, uh, the uh, half elf. What's her uh, name? Is it Lavana? Lavana, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, Lavana. I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, And then back... uh, Opens his mouth as if to say something, but then seems to decide, no, she can stay and hear this. Long ago, when I first came here as me, I tried to do my best to... create a small settlement of those who came with me. It was simple in nature, but I wanted to look out for those who were close to me. I did not live long after that, but before I left, I created this echo of myself. And I made sure that I would keep close to my heart the principles that I believed in, that powerful as we might be, he looks at Scamp and Victory in particular, but also the rest of you, it is not our duty to rule as gods. We must let ordinary people govern themselves, choose their own laws. We must let them build a society. And so I remained here until another incarnation came to this place. And she did not share my views at first. You see, I am the law bearer, but in other lives I have been the law breaker. For to have power over law is both to make it and to destroy it. She too brought people here. 
But she did not have the wisdom that I did in my life. <laughs> she saw her powers and thought, what good, how much can I do for my people? And she did all manner of things. And she crafted an echo with all her powers. And like I, who wisely gave myself almost none, so that I would be limited, so that I could not impose my will. But she thought, anything they wished, I should grant them. Anything they wanted, I should do. I want them to be happy. I want them to be cared for. Whatever I have such power here, I should remain and ensure they are taken care of. And for a time they were happy. And her echo did the same. But they grew resentful. She didn't believe it, but I talked her round. I helped her see the error of her ways. I helped her realize that if you aid them over much, they do turn on you in time. They gather the strength and kindness that you have shown them and turn them into weapons against you. And yes, she did face rebellions from such kindly treated people. And I taught her that if you allow them to vie against each other, they do not turn on you. And that perhaps the best thing is to do nothing at all. But for ensuring that the law, whatever law they decide on, is kept. She learned some of those lessons. I believe perhaps the lesson she took away was that you should choose a favoured people and help them above all else, which is not quite what I was going for, but better than her childish fantasy of helping everyone. Unfortunately, there is a limitation to echoes. Our core nature cannot change. We can learn to a degree, we can remember, but we are as we were in the moment we were made. Mm. So that wish-granting echo was stuck forever in her childish desire to give people whatever they wanted, no matter the disruption it caused. You would not believe the effort it took to get her gone. But I will acknowledge that it created a weakness. With no protector, with the same supernatural powers as that Echo had, I was forced to rely on the mortal inhabitants to police the city, as was 
my design. And therefore, this insidious individual was able to pass completely beneath my notice, hidden so well that I was too limited in my powers to realize he was anything more than a particularly persuasive dwarf. Still, now that he is gone, I should be able to set things a little more right again without his influence. You had 800 years. You sat behind your little fucking desk in your passport office and you let people like me have their fucking souls ripped out under your city. And you talk about how fucking wise that was. And you took what sounds like an idealistic young drow and you made her into the drow empress and you sent her out. And she made the fucking society that I was brought up in. You are... You are the worst sorcerer. You are maybe one of the worst people I've ever met. The combination of apathy and authoritarianism they, they should stop each other, they should cancel out, and they're not, and it's insane, and I just... Fuck! What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you not even a little bit ashamed of yourself? Because I'm ashamed to even be, like, with you right now. You disgust me. People like you fucking disgust me. <sighs> I... Neither have particular care nor respect for your praise or admonishment. I don't give a shit. I'll be ashamed for you, if need be, Someone because this be. is this is your wing. This is your world, and you did this. <laughs> I have upheld the values I was created to uphold. Well, they fucking suck. <sighs> Nevertheless. Saving the city certainly grant it is certainly enough to commission you all grateful passports. Oh hooray. Oh good. Goody. Lucky us. He gestures to one side for a moment, and you see there is a golden door. In addition, as you have passed the tests that are required. I am obligated to provide you with pauses, glances, over the over the TT things, two boons. He steps down, uh, uh, steps over towards the center of the room, and picks up Magnus's broken edict, places a hand against it, and focuses. There is a sort of glowing of the material, and when he removes it, the edict is restored, apparently restored, but blank. He holds this out to, in between Scamport and Victory, Scamp, your choice if you want to reach for it or not. What does it do? 
It will only function for a minute at a time. This one is was already damaged. However, you will be uh, you can hold it close to your chest and speak a law. For the next uh, for that minute, the law will be in effect within range. I would estimate about sixty feet or so. As for a second boon, he takes a moment to think. I don't believe I recognize either of you. Are you in search of your original wing? Yeah. How many do you still have to go through? One. One? Yeah. I think we broke your laws. <laughs> hmm. He reaches into a pocket of his robes and withdraws a smooth cylinder around which is wrapped a piece of paper he extends it to victory this will you may use this this is a spell you may use it once it will last for eight hours upon usage it will create a bubble of breathable air within around 10 feet outside that point. You may find it useful if you have only one wing left to visit. When you have concluded your affairs, you may take a you may take the gateway on either from here or at the passport office. I bid you good day. He bows slightly, turns, and walks away. For a split second, you see Corzin twitch as if he is contemplating just ending him. <laughs> like you see the murder flash through his eyes for a second. I mean... <sighs> he doesn't. Enough damage, he, you could. He doesn't. But I mean, I have this nice thing here. We could just write "must murder the law bearer." <laughs> I, you can, you do. Honestly, you see a very a shared look uh, in Lavana's eyes for a moment there as well. Oh fuck! That that is the worst person we've ever met, and that is saying something. Yeah. My God! Also, oh, I feel sick. So <sighs> boring on top of it, which makes it worse somehow. <laughs> oh, it's so much worse! It's so like, much worse. Someone that evil, I want them like cackling, <sighs> living on a volcano with a. I was gonna say like an evil monkey, but I don't know why evil uh -huh. monkey. But that seems appropriate. Jeffrey, we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. No, but you see, the the most evil people are actually really fucking boring. Um, I hate it. It's the worst. That's the worst kind of evil. The, the run-of-the-mill, so like apathy of just creating a society full of people and just washing your fucking hands of any responsibility for them. But also being authoritarian. How does that even work? How do you even do both? <sighs> Shanti, like, who's emerged from hiding to watch all of this now, like, winces. I guess. Firm hand on the tiller, but no direction to take it. Quite right, babe. Oh, sorry, that was weird. Um, 
Um, called for babes since I was tar- tomorrow. That was I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> Probably being tomorrow. Yeah, just, right. just slipped out. <laughs> it was strangely nostalgic for three days ago. Mm. Are you sure we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't just go and murder him? I'm not convinced we shouldn't just go. I I don't think we could. <sighs> is the thing. Yeah. I'm bleeding so much, like I probably physically can't right now. Here, let um, me have a look at that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't have become a sit a, down. I become a terrible patient. I'm like, get off me! Yeah. But I kind of let you after a minute. <laughs> I'm smoking like a fucking chimney and drinking whiskey. Victory Ooh. kind of like massages the like uh, her uh, like her temp like the temple next to her eye patch. You know, I don't think I hate this place more than I hate it, hate the shape of Wills. No, nope, I hate it more. But it's a close it's a close run thing. No, I think I think this actually edges it for me, to be honest. This one's more personal against you, it feels like. Um, not only did they make it spirit stuff, they put it underground, so you know. Yeah, I just I really I could do with a sky, like Anytime soon, to be honest, because this is just oh. Also, I'm like as if the drow empress is one. this fucker's fault. I'm gonna a minor illusion, a very small patch of like Aww. sky, like it was drawn by a small child <laughs> with a little rainbow on it. You know that actually does help a mild amount. Um, thank you, genuinely. Um, <laughs> do you want to do one too, and we can make it bigger? Why not? You do feel like. The, that, that combined with the slight, like, faint hint of sunlight still glinting in the sunstone, like, does at least provide some reminders of the surface. We're not going to go through the fucking passport office, right? No! Fuck no! No! I was, I was just hoping not that wasn't, like, a reason I'd forgotten the way. Should. I can't look at him behind his desk. I'll kill him. I was Low going bed. to say that if, uh... <laughs> If we were certain that there was uh, nothing more to do here, I was going to leave, and no one in authority here had better get in my way. Yeah, yeah. Low pay. Oh, the passport office uh, was getting burnt down if he didn't have a fucking passport for us, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. That was that was the next step. Possibly the whole place. I mean, who knows? If you let me above ground right now, I'm not sure what I'd actually do. So. Lobe I never got to burn forward. Magnus's skin off. That was a thing I was going to do. It's probably good I didn't, and I just yeah. froze him and pulled out his heart. No, that's just as bad, isn't it? Oh, well. He's <laughs> dead. That's Lo- the important thing. Yeah. yeah. Lo- Lobe, like, his mouth has been a bit agape for that. Close it goes, yes, no, I think that I think that cuts it. Um, she's got a small arm full of things, which she, like, puts on the little padded bed thing uh, table thing next to next to you I've gathered up all of the things I could find there's if you want any of these weapons or armor or anything looks like you'll need them I am not going to say no to any you leave behind um well, they, that's all stuff he made right uh, yes I'm, I'm not going to stop anyone else, but I, I don't know if I can touch any of it, at least not right now. <laughs> These. Yeah. Well, actually, it's there. Is it just the, the armor? Out of it? I guess we 
We'll probably can we look at do it. Because I mean, Lavana, you kind of know more than us. Lavana, Lavana, sort yeah. of, kind of half shrugs, half shakes her head. We could, you could destroy them, and it would free what it, what they are made of. But the objects are what is holding their shape. Right. The moment it to... They are in there, they are in a sense alive, but they are shaped to be the things that they are. I don't know if it's better to destroy them or to... or to make use of them and let them be what they were made to be who they were made to be they never asked for this they didn't it's a shame there's not a way to ask them what they want unfortunately that's not something I know how to do and obey, Francis. Francis says, "Maybe not now, but maybe with time we could find a way. Mm. Now that, especially if we destroy the rest of those things and free the city from their grip." Yes, they must be destroyed. And destroy them, we will. Levana and I. He looks, sorry, she looks to Levana, Levana nods. We'll work together. We'll find the rest of these and destroy them. She holds up the, um, a handful. Uh, she does gesture to some of the other pieces. I think the, uh, Levana looks, friends at uh, some of the bits that are remaining. Besides the weapons and armor, there is the mirror, uh, the uh, the little glass bead, and, of course, Magnus's sun ring. I don't know how he made the ring. Um whether he made that with spirits or be or through normal enchantment or oh, I know he made it before he came here he had it long before mm-hmm. so before he could get people like us and make us his tools I think he found the mirror it looks uh I remember him studying it and making notes, but I don't think he made it. And the bead is the bead he made himself without us. Right. That's... Yeah. Fuck it then. <laughs> Steal his things. Sure. Yeah. Let's have a little sit down. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. go over them all, do a little identify. Yes. Figure out what these the things do and what they are. Fucking bleeding. <laughs> no... We'll do our best and take, we'll take care of things from here. And once again, thank you. 
We'll try and come back and check on things at some point. If we can. Yeah, if you're still... Lavana, like, looks down, like, just scathingly down the cor- like the passageway where Barsing, where the Lawbearer left, and said, I can tell you this much. If that prick really does believe in hands-off government, then he's not going to stop me campaigning for some real you see a fighting through a <laughs> lifetime of polite swearing through pushing through some fucking reforms <laughs> you're gonna be amazing yeah I give her inspiration Just, I, know that, I know that that's silly the last the, 10 minutes no she sees no, the Grimma spirit reach out and holds out a hand and the and feels and sees it curl around her, leaving just that little nimbus for a moment. Seems like this place is in desperate, dire need of people that actually care. Well, now that we don't have someone who definitely doesn't mind controlling everyone, I think we at least have a better start. There's a chance. Yeah. Thank you. And with that, the pair of them gather things up and start their process of leaving. I'm going to hand wave over here. You take time to rest. You identify <laughs> the items. Do I get my real number of hit points you get back your... on rest? <laughs> um, I will say, oh, Barse, uh, uh, that uh, there is one last thing Lobe does, which is use her final uh, spell <laughs> slot. Uh, uh, because as she's turning... The uh, turning to leave the bloodhound spirit hands oh, over hello. and just bounds up and gives you a lick just right <laughs> across the face, which is like a weird spirit stuff lick. <laughs> and you feel like a flood of life restored <laughs> through lesser restoration. We give it to you. Thank you. Thank you both. Can, can I pet your dog one more time, please? You kind of. Mime petting and the bloodhound spirit rub, rubs up against your hand in the area where it would be. Yeah, left a bit, left a bit. There you go. You got it. Rubber, thank you, Gordon. Yeah, the, the, the left a bit. There you go. Mm. <laughs> sort of ghostly. <laughs> before the bloodhound spirit pads away. I think they like that. Yeah. You. So we should get rest. a dog. We already we have, have a dog. dog. Big one. But we should get a dog that's out and about more. <laughs> Oh. I haven't really had the opportunity <laughs> here recently. Can I play with your dog more, please? <laughs> yes. Marjorie, like... Marjorie, wiggles, would you like to be a dog again? Like, wiggles her <laughs> antennae. Kind of sceptically. Like, as if to say, not that dog. <laughs> 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 I've only got one dog, Marjorie. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie's antennae like go flat. <laughs> you rest, you recover, you analyze the magic items. Beat of Force works as it does in Dungeon Master's Guide. Throw it once at something, it captures something in a bead of, in a magic ha- hamster ball. Yep. Uh, 
Sunlight Ring is, uh, I think it requires attunement, but makes you resistant to radiant damage. Okay. Uh, and also resistant to, uh, and also able to uh, survive longer in sunlight if you're a vampire. Fair. <laughs> um, the mirror, once per week, uh, can be used to, uh, can be presented to targets, and the first target that fails its wisdom save, DC 15, and doesn't avert its eyes in time, is cloned by the mirror as per the spell Simulacrum, mm. except that the Simulacrum is cursed to uh, that its single most critical goal in life is to kill its original. At which point, it then replaces the original, fully believing it is the original. Except that it's a simulacrum, it can never restore hit points or spell slots. Oh. Horrific. Wow. I love it. <laughs> this is the... This is the cursed looking glass of reflection. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nope. No thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of the That's more terrible. evil items you've encountered in this. Uh, it's horrifying. Uh, well, I have no desire to use this, but I really don't want this to be in the hands of anybody else, if I'm honest. Uh, we've got lead boxes. Yep, yep. Chuck it in one of those. Never look at it again. I, I really or I'm looking at it if we really need to. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we're gonna have to start cataloging this stuff at some point, like have, putting it in a, like a "don't fuck with this" box. <laughs> the good news uh, is, you know what happens if you put it in a box like that? People want to up with it. What you do? Everyone will touch it. You hollow it out and you put it in there. Mm. No I'd one never will ever in. see it. Never yeah. go in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, this thing is safe <laughs> for the next nine days. Okay. <laughs> cool. This is fine. <laughs> um, I could feel the this is fine gif with the dog and the flames. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going to round this off, uh, but I will have just the one more moment before this ends, mm -hmm. which is after gathering yourselves, make any preps that you want to do. Gather yourselves together and step towards the golden door. It opens. Again, you are bathed in light as you step into the toward into the final, final wing of the Sir Citadel. As the light fades, you find yourselves stood on what appears to be a platform of smooth, tiled marble, broadly circular. Behind you is the door um it looks like it leads back uh into uh currently open it looks like it leads back into the place you just left uh into the cave and ahead of you and in every direction outside of the marble floor semicircular marble floor is empty black void apart from far ahead 
you can see a single point of golden light that you think might be the sun. And we are going to pick up there next time. (laughs) Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. Fair seas and natural twenties. Ah, dearest masters, turn to dust. How can I e'er go on? I must, for though I failed his grand design, it's Fulviola's time to shine. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, and dry up all those vampire tears, cause daylight, stakes, and rain, no fear, no darling Fulviola's here. Wait, do I not sing this bit? So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.